Hey friend. How's it going? How are you doing today? Um or since I last left you, I guess, right? Not just today. Yeah. No, I I'm good. Okay. You were gonna like, think about it. Yeah, I mean this weird was a little this weird. This week was a little weird. So it's not just me. No. Yeah. Uh yeah. What's going on, on your end? What made it what made it a little weird? Uh, I fucked up and like I went back to some shit that I knew that I shouldn't have, but you know, I feel Boy like trouble or some other shit. No, of course, it's niggas. It's always oh, niggas. It, it is okay, okay. Uh, but like, it kind of just affirmed or like reaffirmed everything that I knew about this person and how like I just need to never talk to them again. Uh, oh, how long yeah. had it been since I'd spoken to them? Yeah, before this reconnection. Uh, maybe a month. Oh, so you were doing good. Yeah, I know. Now I let my feelings get in the way. And I okay. fucked up. Okay. Yeah. You took the nicotine patch off. I did. You were doing good. You almost quit. You were I almost did. in the clear. I, I was like, ooh, 21 days, I'm fine. Like, and it wasn't yeah. a situation where I was like, I never, like, my thing is like, I'm never the person that's like, I never want to fucking talk to you again. Uh, you're a tr-. Like, I'm, I don't excommunicate people from my life Not like how that. you get down like that. I don't. I mean, I think that there's a way to kind of love people from afar or like mm-hmm. not have them be so front of mind. And I thought that like I had kind of gotten, I mean, I'm definitely, this is, this has been, what happened this week was like, oh no, never again. Like this, oh, okay. this, this person does okay. not deserve to even be able to say my name. Like it's, it's done, done. Okay. But, <laughs> yeah, okay. We hear you loud and clear. Yeah. <laughs> but it's super disappointing because like i didn't i would i would i really was hoping that like we could still be in each other's orbit but it's 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 a no-no and that's always hard when when, relationships get to that point um yeah so that's a tough one i feel you i feel you well i'm sorry you went through that i mean it it was necessary okay it was necessary but like just sucky yeah no i've I think just the whole month of August was just was I'm just chalked that one to the game. I, it was just a weird. It was a weird month for me. Same, just weird energy flowing around. You know what? Then I remembered that it was Leo season, and I was mm. like, right, that explains a lot. You know, because you know, we, Leo's we, in, we in Virgo now. I think. Yeah, yeah. I need that Virgo season to come and just wash all of that away. <laughs> Sorry, you- any Leo's listening. Fuck. I, I mean, that's my ooh. that's my that's my uh what's that's my rising. I'm uh-huh. a Leo rising, which uh-huh. apparently which that's that's what everybody says whenever yeah. I say that. Yeah. Um, but I do like it's I the 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 love hate that I have for Leos is yeah. fucking strong. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, hey, Virgo season is upon us. You know, new right. energy. So right. we're gonna we're gonna we'll hope we're we're leaving some of that behind. Yeah, no, today was a good day. Like, I don't do you follow the hood healer? on instagram no no tell who, who are they she is oh, everything okay. okay um i mean i'm not and like you you're definitely more into like astrology and all that kind of stuff than i mm-hmm. am but she does like readings i don't know like her instagram like her lives be like six thousand deep like she okay i just looked like her up okay. hours 
hours yeah. and hours and hours. So today she did a reading because we're we're in Virgo now. And she does okay. like readings for each, like earth signs, water signs, air signs, all that okay. kind of stuff. Okay. And she started with Earth, I think, because Virgo is an Earth sign. Yep, it yeah. is. Mm-hmm. So I I never really get to catch it, but like I was I was sewing this morning, so I was like, I need something to kind of just keep me occupied. Yeah. And I listened to it, and I don't. It's so hard. Like I've never been to a psychic reading. I've never had a reading or anything like that. But like she, the things that she was saying about the Earth, <laughs> nigga, I started crying. Like I oh, was wow. like, it okay. was very triggering how accurate it was and she was speaking about like this was it like a point where she was talking about capricorns or like what, yeah, what, what so part she did, felt personal so she does or she she does she breaks them the signs of the four elements okay, um so she okay. started off with virgo because we're in virgo and then she i didn't she doesn't even like say okay and now we're gonna talk about capricorn she just starts spewing shit and you're like oh i feel triggered and she was oh, like yeah capricorn okay. i'm talking to you i know and i'm like oh <laughs> okay so this was directed towards me okay i'm gonna um, follow her yeah, yeah no, i'm gonna have think, to watch that okay yeah her posts her posts are i mean i'm i don't believe in everything sometimes she'd be saying something i'm like okay sis but um at least the the reading that i saw this morning i was like fuck okay (laughs) but like she got your attention she did but i feel very good because she it kept saying that like we're transmuting earth signs and like that that capricorns apparently we we had two deaths this year which feels accurate um like a whole bunch of other stuff about like, us just kind of getting um, in tune with ourselves and like re- reintroducing ourselves to ourselves and like just learning, going deeper. Um, okay. And then she had mentioned some stuff about like how um, people haven't been there for us, especially, I mean, she she was leaning it towards more like with Rona and like people potentially losing their jobs and not having the type of cut like, physical connections that they're used to she was like she said something about us needing a hug and my nigga i lost it i just Uh, fucking lost it like yeah so sometimes that's that's all you need sometimes just a a nice big strong hug yes yeah Yeah. and you know i'm i'm good for those so how about mom you you like mom couldn't hook you up with a little hug or something it's always weird (laughs) yeah (laughs) how come she be coming over here trying to like um, baby me, and I—I I mean, I love my mom. You're still her little baby. Not, You're always gonna be her little baby. But like, no, that's that's the type of. Uh, you de- you deny mom your mom's I'm love. I'm denying her. We okay. we hug all the time, but it's not the same. Or you like, say that you want a, a a a man to hug you? Is no, that what you're saying? I didn't say okay. that. That's what you're saying. No, I'm, I'm just, just saying I want a you different know? type of hug. Is all okay. that I'm saying. I'm just doing investigative journalism yeah, here. I'm don't don't think to too hard. To you might hurt yourself. <laughs> Calm down. But anyway, I say that all to say, if y'all not following the hood healer, do yourself a favor. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't. I'm not. I'm not here. This maybe this is not an endorsement, but I thoroughly enjoyed the reading today. All right, cool. Uh, and it cool. kind of made me think about doing more of that kind of stuff. I don't know. I believe in Jesus, okay. so it's like really hard for me to. Yeah, you know, y'all, 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 y'all Bible thumpers get real wary about the spiritual right. stuff. You so. said what's all the name calling today? <laughs> I'm just saying, y'all, 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 y'all not into the mysticism you know, and, my, and stuff like my Jesus that. Says don't play with people like that, but. I like her. Okay. No, but I how 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 have you been the past like 
I'm trying to even think how to ask the question because it's, it's something that I've been like kind of trying to parse through. I've just there there was times during the pandemic or like since March where I felt very grounded and very connected with myself and very okay. in tune. Yeah. But this past month or like the past couple of weeks, I've just not felt that at all. Has that been have you felt that or how's it been for you? You know what? I laugh when you said that you wanted to throw all of August away. But like I've had so like since the end of July, there's been so much um anxious energy around yes, me. Yes. Yeah. It's so great you say that. I I wow, that's blowing my mind. Yeah. I because anxiety is something that I that I've struggled with over sure. the years. Sure. But you know, I've I've more or less had a good handle on it, especially more recently. Not but my anxiety was through the roof this past I month. I, had... and I just I can't pin it. I can't I don't know why. I don't know why that is. Maybe it it's... is something with yeah. the stars. Because I, I agree with you. I've been I feel like I've been on the edge of my seat yes. this, this entire yes. month. Yes. Yeah. Same here. So wow. that's why somebody help like... us. Somebody <laughs> help me what are we going through? I'm concerned now. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, like, I, like I really like. I think it was maybe two weeks ago. I just had to sit and like pray because I was like, okay. something, something is happening, and I don't, I don't know what's going on, and I don't know what I need to do. But Jesus, yeah, like, help this. me out. I, I, it's so crazy that, and, and you know, like that. I told you last week, I was saying, I told you I had that weird ass dream, and but yeah, yeah. just like. I don't know, man. And yeah. th- I have my my break in case of emergency Xanax that my doctor oh, prescribed to me like okay. a year ago. Okay. I only once in the bluest moon, I'll, you know, I'll pop one like when shit gets like mission critical. Wow. Okay. And I'm on like three this week. Like, cause I'm like, I'm with it. yeah, no, like legit. Cause my anxiety has just been like awry. Like, I, so I really, I really, I guess we both do. We we need to we need to figure this shit out and like ground ourselves again. Well, you know what? Okay, so I said it, but I don't think you heard. So I I booked a flight. Oh, I did miss that. Oh, yes. okay. Where I'm, to? I'm, I'm that's none of your business, but I'm like, oh, oh, you're matching my same energy. I'm just from, saying. From, from I, just, I just need you to understand where it's coming from. Okay. Don't think that I'm doing you dirty. Just okay. remember. All right. So, yeah, All I'm gonna right. get out of here for a little bit in September. Solo dolo? No, kinda. It's like a half and a half. It's like a half. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think. I'm sorry. You're going to Tulum or something? No, we're not doing that. Uh huh. Hey, I'm we trying may. to go there in October at least, man. Well, nigga, let me know. There. Yeah, no, I will. No, uh, it is. No, okay. I. One of my boys. Uh, my one of my um. My friend's little brother rented out a villa, a whole villa for like eighty dollars a night, and it was him and his girl there. I was like, "Yo, that's okay. nothing." Yeah, that's right. cheap. Okay. Right? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, well, I'm okay. happy. I'm happy you have a trip on the horizon. I know. I'm really and... excited. And literally, as soon as I booked the flight, though, I was like, "Oh my god, uh-huh. what if and how and what if the plane goes down?" Whoa, and I'm like whoa. literally, it's all of the, the things. Really all has been. of the things. Okay. Like literally, okay. oh my god! I was okay. I was asking my mom. I was like, between because it was like between an American Airlines and a Delta flight, and I was like, do you know who has less crashes? And she was like, no, no, just book, book the flight. Therefore, understood people's fear of flying. It's so it's well, so. Well, you misguided. are a pilot, so no, but I know. But even then, you know, millions of these planes go in the air every 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 year, and but no, and a but, lot of them have been coming down. No, not a lot of them. Don't do that. You know, since we started recording this podcast, do you know how many people died in car accidents? I don't want to talk about that. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> people forget. 
I, that's the one time I feel the time I feel the most unsafe is in cars when it comes to really? transportation. Yes, I'm super uncomfortable in cars. You know that's so funny. So I was in a um, I had to go into the office this week. Okay. I took a car. Not because they're letting people back, but just no, no, no. Like, I oh, had to, okay. I had something to do. Um, okay. And I was riding in an Uber with mm -hmm. um, a colleague into the city, okay. Okay. and she was like, "You're not gonna put your your seatbelt on." And I was Wait, like, you, "You don't you don't wear a seatbelt?" Whenever I'm what? in an Uber or like a cab, I just Ooh. I realize I never Ooh. fucking Ooh. wear my seatbelt. And she's no. like, "You're insane." And you I was are, like, "You are actually insane." <laughs> You are actually insane. Yeah, Ubers, okay. the way some of these Uber drivers be driving, are you kidding I know. me? No, I never do it. I nah, never. Man. She was like, "No, you're bugging." She was like, "You, you I'm really happy." Because she pulled. I was like, "Oh, you, you weren't, you weren't your seatbelt." She was like, "You're not." Yeah, <laughs> like, for real. Oh, I didn't. Wow. No, I never really did. No, when I, I need you to change that. I know energy. that's crazy. Yeah. I didn't realize. I realized because I was like, when you're in a car with like." people that you know and you love you wear your fucking seatbelt so why yeah. would you not do with these completion yeah. no definitely do damn i we i almost got an uber accident early this week Speaking did you of, really yeah this the and it wasn't it wasn't my driver's fault the the there's a big truck in front of us that cut across the lane like last second it was oh it was my. a close call yeah oh no it was a close call well i'll wear my seatbelt from now on i thank you thank you for that <laughs> Thank you for that. I'd appreciate that. I'd appreciate that. Of course. And another thing that I did last night that was like so soothing mm -hmm. was I colored. Okay, nice. Nice. Yeah. Well, you, you you have like a coloring book or you just I kind did. of freehand? No, no, okay. no. I got a... <laughs> I got a Nickelodeon had this like 90s themed um, coloring book. So I, of course I got it. Oh, okay. And I I have like 150 crayons, like my childhood dream to have like oh, every crayon. So you're crayon. living your I'm best life. out here. And I was in it and I was like, shit, I really fucking miss doing shit. Like it was, <laughs> I did it for maybe two, three hours. And then I was, okay. I was like, oh, I probably should go to sleep now. But yeah. So, I mean, you know, we talked about inner child work, getting, yeah. getting getting close to things that you used to enjoy as a kid. So maybe yep. try tackling some of that to help with your anxiety because it was yep. it was very helpful last night. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, one of my exes got into that, and like that was her thing. Like anytime she was trying to just unwind or chill, mm -hmm. she she would just color for like yeah, yeah like you said, for like an hour or two, just mm -hmm. completely zoned out. Like if you saw her, like she was just in her own little world. It was okay, live your yep. best life. AirPods in, listening yeah. to all all my shit and just okay, color. yeah, it was okay. Good no, and I was <laughs> I was definitely speaking of listening. I was bumping Blackest King like all week this week. Were you? Yeah, I was. Or not Blackest. I guess the album the is gift. called The Gift. Yeah. But yeah, I had to like re-listen. I was like, yo, this shit was it was is amazing. It's a great it album. Was, it was giving it a lot of smoke. Yeah. Right so, but I'm happy that you know you can enjoy no. it. Now. For sure, for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's a really good album. Really, really, really good. Uh, so, <laughs> what's in your mind this week? I just there again. Twenty twenty will not remove. I don't want to say that because the context now is horrible. But it, it I just know, won't uh, up. on the neck, right? Yeah, I had just, to stop myself from saying that on a text recently. I was yeah. like, oh, I can't that, that, <laughs> I that's know, not the same anymore. Yeah, we nah, can't say that nah. anymore. Nah. But uh, yeah, they just 2020 won't let up. And yeah. I think honestly, probably since, hmm, 
maybe what if if it was the murder of Breonna Taylor, but like I feel like there's been a lot of conversations about massage noir in mm-hmm. the black community specifically, but of course, um in its larger context. And mm-hmm. then um, you know, Meg. Uh, she did a, a Instagram live a few days ago, kind okay. of addressing the Tory situation again. How many times uh, does she have to speak on it? That's so frustrating. I feel so bad. Could that you she even, have to even that. imagine? Right. Yeah, that's wild. Um, and then I know we kind of contemplated talking about this last week, but like the reaction to WAP and kind of the backlash that they saw from yep, a yep. lot of black men and women on, you know, just what everybody. They had the internet yeah, true, yeah. In a yeah. in a complete firestorm. Like it was the Republicans damn near lost their minds. <laughs> they were, they were, yeah. Uh, that's because they don't know what a wet ass pussy feels like, but that's a another conversation too. for that's another too. day. That's too. Very dry pussy energy, <laughs> the GOP, right? Very, yeah, so. very dry. Very very, yeah, yeah, sandpaper. Yeah. Um, and then we saw, like, I, I kind of, I saw this video earlier this week, um, that was shared by India Moore mm-hmm. of the uh, three uh, trans women that were assaulted. I don't even know. Like, assaulted doesn't even feel like enough of it doesn't do it enough justice how heinous yeah the way that they were accosted in hollywood um and and like just kind of it just feels like this especially as of late and maybe Mm -hmm. it's because of the back-to-back and even like kamala's backlash a lot of it doesn't feel like it has anything to do with her history or her policy but very much having to do with the fact that she's a black woman um and i just figured that 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 would be an interesting conversation to talk about and maybe tackling some of the things that have happened this week um yeah, and I, I mean, I, you and I, I feel like we've talked about this. I know that we were on the Sophisticated Ignorance podcast a couple weeks ago where we kind of talked about this a little bit, but... Oh, you know what? That's... See, I'm stupid. Remember earlier this week when I was like, I, I feel like we've had this conversation. I'm completely... <laughs> I'm an idiot. Yeah, we sat down. Yeah. We so we said that we been talked about it. Yeah. You're right. You're right. That's why. That's why we, it's so fresh. Yeah, we didn't put our little work base spin on it. For so sure. I figured we For can sure. kind of dig a little deeper, especially with some of the events that have happened that maybe we didn't get to talk to with him. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, just kind of like our general um, thoughts on massage noir, maybe how it's manifested itself in our own lives. Um, I like and- that you just added that there at the end because I, I really that I think out of this whole conversation. That's what I want to hear the most. I just want to hear from you and just for like, me. Oh, okay. yeah, just, just like your perspective and like how this impacts you. Obviously, as a black woman, like I, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's one thing. I I I understand misogynoir on an academic level. You sure. know, I I know what it is and I know that it's very much a a, a problem. But I can only imagine what your experience is. You know, but I black- also I, I mean like. If we're if we're using the the assault on the trans women in California, like mm-hmm. I feel like this is something that probably affects men too. Like, oh no, you absolutely. Know people who have done disgusting, heinous things, or like just haven't given a fuck when women were being spoken about negatively. Like, how yeah. as a man do you combat this? Like, I feel like I've been seeing a lot of posts lately about protect black women and believe black women, but like. 
what the mm. fuck does that really look like? What, is, what does that, yeah, what does that mean in, in, in practice? Yeah, well, it's... Mm-hmm. Well, what, what what is misogynoir? Maybe that's a good place to start. Perfect. So, um, you know, we 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 put a little some some together. We did a little googling, yes. and I found you, you've been on you've been on the money with these outlines. I I'm appreciate trying. you. Yeah, no, you work you you working out here. You working out here. I appreciate you. Um, so the Blackburn Center, which is a is a, a seems like a nonprofit or uh maybe an NGO that okay. Uh, works towards like eradicating violence towards mm-hmm. all types of individuals. Um, okay. and so they shared um, that misogynoir involves a specific type of misogyny that has roots in racism. Um, mm-hmm. The term was coined by the queer black feminist Moya Bailey in 2010. Uh, the term is a blending of concepts that combines misogyny and the French word for black noir. According to Ms. Bailey, massage noir is the anti-black racist misogyny that black women experience. Um, so if you've never heard of the phrase, now you know. Um, and of course, um, Obi, you kind of, I don't know if you alluded to this, but the m- massage noir can kind of manifest itself in many different forms. Um, one that I've definitely been paying really close attention to is how doctors perceive Black women. Um, uh, this is something that I know at least, I think after there was a, a very famous Instagrammer, influencer, um, I believe mm-hmm. she was, I don't know if she was Ghanaian or her boyfriend was Ghanaian, uh, the father of the child. She was pregnant and both her and the baby kind of lost their lives. And um I I I have friends and family who have had miscarriages or stillborn. Mm. Um and I don't I never I don't think that I ever associated having anything to do with maybe how black women were treated, but um there I think the the statistics are I think when black women are two to three times more likely uh, like the death the mortality rate in our in our pregnancies are higher than uh, yeah. women of here, here in the U.S. in particular yeah. right yeah. yeah so there is clearly a problem but um mm-hmm. so doctors um how doctors perceive black women um as having a higher pain threshold um and so they're they're treated differently mm-hmm. um Another is Black women are viewed as threatening or angry whenever they speak up for themselves. That is one that I know very well. And I was I was just about to say, it. I, <laughs> I got so upset when I saw that play out. Because, you know, where we, we started, we where we met at, yeah. at our old job. Like, mm-hmm. I saw that in real time. And yeah. that pissed me the fuck off, <laughs> to be completely honest. Yeah. Because yeah, you, no. you literally see it happen in real time. Mm-hmm. And, and it's... it's but I think that the like the most you so I'm all over the place right no, now. No, it's okay. It's okay. The most frustrating thing about that is the being silenced. Mm-hmm. Because like I can you can decide, and this is kind of where I would find myself in trouble a lot, where mm-hmm. I would just be like, well, fuck it. I'm going to, if I have something that's on my mind, on my spirit, if something in the water ain't right, I'm going to say something because yes. that's the fuck I am. And we should all be doing that. Yeah, um, everyone should be doing that. Right. But I think when you realize what happens when you raise your hand in a room and how like you will have the directors of your department roll their eyes or glaze like the, their entire their entire face changes yeah. when they, they, you want to make a comment as opposed to a white 
or you know other person of color colleague mm-hmm, it is mm-hmm. like the last thing that you want to do is talk the last thing that you want to do is address any issues the last thing that you want to do when you see their energy like, when you see them moving like that completely. Yeah. i cannot tell you the amount of times i've been called into my supervisor's office to tell me that during a q a my question was inappropriate Wow. Not the question that I asked, not not the merit of my question, but the fact that I asked a question was inappropriate. Wow. Yeah. Then I, I literally had conversations where I was like, so what is the point of having a Q&A? During this yeah, well, what are we doing these for? Of speaking about anything. Yeah, like, that's, I thought that was the whole purpose of this all staff. Like, what are we what are we doing here? A, a complete mess. A I'm complete hoping mess. and praying that you are not going through that shit at your new job. You know, it's interesting. I hope because when I when I when I got fired from the org that we worked at, mm-hmm. I think I definitely made a conscious decision that wherever I ended up at the next place, mm-hmm. I was not going to bring my full self because I saw what it did Damn. to me. Damn. Um, and okay. I I am happy to say that after about two or three months working at my new job, mm-hmm. I realized there was opportunity for me to express myself freely. Yes, um, they're so holding I, space for you. Right. And so okay. I, do, I do do that now. Um, okay. But I was definitely apprehensive. No, um, I, I understandably. Yeah. yeah, especially if you feel like that cost you your job. I, I completely no, understand that. It. It yeah. absolutely, there, there was no... I mean, I'm not about to get into it, but like, yeah. No, we know I, we know what happened. We both know what happened. You don't you don't gotta go into it. That my personality and the fact that I um was a person. I think it it I don't even know what to call it because I just feel like it was integrity. Like I mm-hmm. wasn't gonna let people just do and say whatever that was affecting the work that I had to do just because. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like th- this is a partnership. Yes, you are my superior. Yes, I answer to you. But yep. at the end of the day, this is a give and take. We are supposed to be in partnership to get this work done. Absolutely. And so if I am on the front lines, if I'm in the field doing the work and you are making decisions that do not make sense or are not conducive to the work that we're doing, then mm-hmm. how you going to know if I don't tell you? Unless I bring that up. But that's the thing. Unfortunately, um, and that's the thing. It's not just white people. It's, it's, it's black men too. It's the, the expectation. The expectation is that you have to, it, it's, it's, uh, what's it called? Tone policing. It's like oh, you, yeah. you have to say, yes, you can speak, but not too loudly. And, is, and, is and say it in the way is. that I want to hear. Exactly. Exactly. Say it in a way that makes me feel comfortable. Right. Is, is, is unfortunately what black women are always go- coming up against. Insane. Yeah. Um, we I will say this. though, I will say though, um, just before you get on to the next thing, that mm-hmm. that's o- that was always a, one of the things that I admired the most about you, especially early on in our in our friendship. Oh, was you. no, no, absolutely, because because you know that I have a very different approach in the workplace. <laughs> yes. I kind of, I of course, I'm feeling everything that you're that you're vocalizing, but for me, it's just like, yo, this shit ain't even worth it. So I, that's why I, I respect <laughs> the fact that you said integrity, because that, that 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 it takes a certain kind of person to know that you're gonna come up what you're gonna come up against, and still, and still use your voice. So that's a yeah. that's definitely a shout out to you. Because well, I just you. don't, I don't have the time or energy for that shit. You know how I am at work. I agree. I think. Yeah, you know how I, I am at work. I 
I wish. Like, I really wish <laughs> I could just see bullshit and be like, you know what? Let me just collect my money and Let go. Let me just get my check and go, right? Cause... And, 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 you know, people who move like that, I'm never going to fault you. I'm never going to say that that's fucked up. I'm never going to say that we need to be in this fight together. Like, yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah. I completely, yeah. completely get yeah. it. But it used to, it used to fucking I don't grind my gears. No, I know. My beans, whatever anybody, whatever those phrases are. When like I would be in like the bathroom or walking down a hallway, and then like oh, one of man. our white colleagues would be like, "Oh my god, I'm so happy that you find that you said something." I was like, "Bitch, mm-hmm. where, <laughs> you were you? Yeah, where were you? Right? Samantha, where was the ball in the room? Right. Yeah. Like, it would blow me because we would like in in our because we had like a bullpen kind of seating situation, so we would be in the office talking about the same things. And after a while, I was like, well, I'm not going to be the first person to raise my hand. I'm not going to be the first one to say something. But like mm-hmm. we sitting up here, everybody staring at each other. So we're not going to talk about what we just talked about in, in the main office. Like, we're not going to yeah. address the concerns that we have. Like, when when are we going to be able to do that? Yeah. Um, and, I re- yeah, I remember one of my supervisors, she was like, well, if you have any issues, bring it to me. And I was like, well, bitch, for what? What you going to do? Like, what is- <laughs> I don't, like, I don't have, like, oh, anyway. Yeah. We've moved on to bigger and better. But th- I know that that is a thing. I know that that no, is a I, thing. No, it is. You know, it is. I'm sure plenty of Black women decide just not to engage because it's not worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not worth it. And then you, you, then you, then internally, like, I know that there were times where, like, I would feel a way. Like, I would feel physically, I don't want to say sick, but, like. No, it is physical. You probably yeah, like, did you, feel it in your body. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, that burning, that thing that was like, this is not right. Gnawing at you, yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. And like, feeling like I could, there was nothing that I could do about it. Mm-hmm. Because who's going to listen to me? I'm just yeah. going to find myself in another issue. Don't feel seen so, or validated right. or listened to. At yeah. all. At and all. then I think it's, it's also a double-edged sword because on the other side, the expectation is that all Black women are strong. It's something you always hear. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the trope of the strong Black woman. And because of that stereotype, um, a lot of many black women feel that they're not allowed to show any emotion, Ever. pain, distress. And that's what you were talking about. You having to yep. just swallow that and hold yep. on to that. Yep. Because... I mean, if you do, like, I mean, I had you, thankfully, and I was really cool with the HR director who was a black woman, mm-hmm. thankfully. So, like, mm-hmm. there were at least some people that I felt like I could confide in, but to the, like, you know, in the, in the greater scheme of things, I didn't, who, who else was there? Nobody mm-hmm. was gonna have my back like that. You know what I'm saying? And I think I think that's even a thing too, where you just feel alone. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, like a lonely. Oh yeah, in these white spaces where they want you, they want you to carry the burden. I think I posted somebody has shared a thing in their stories, and I was like, "Fuck," about mm-hmm. like how women can't be your shield and your target. Okay. Like, like yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't, yeah. you can't talk about how strong I am. And like, and, and big me up breath. supporting you, and then yeah. throw things in my face. Yep, yep, yep. Well, I'll I'll ask you this because I'm yeah. curious. When when did you first feel or realize that this was like what your experience was going to be as a black woman? Like, was it was it as a kid? Was it as a teenager? Like, when's the first time you realized or you kind of woke up to the fact that? you were being treated differently because you were a black woman? Mm. Uh, probably high school. What, what was it like a particular incident? Um, 
Uh oh. <laughs> I went to an all girl Catholic high school. Yes, I always uh, forget that sometimes. Yes, yes, and yes. Okay. It was it was very 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 white. Mm. Um, and I remember. Oh, so I can only imagine what you were dealing with in there, nigga. <laughs> oh boy! I remember. I think it was my sophomore year. I had ran for a sophomore class president, and That's I won. Right. That's right. And I think that I was trying to um, get us something. Mm-hmm. I can't even remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and the girl that I beat, she mm-hmm. beat. She she was she ran. No, this was junior year. No. Okay. okay. Because I freshman year I didn't run for anything. Sophomore year I ran and I lost. Junior year I won. You know my uh, student government story. I do. <laughs> but I remember the girl, the girl who was sophomore class president, she ran again junior year and I beat okay. her. Okay. And so I remember going to her and asking her, like, so what is it? Like, what how what, how much can we get done? I know that there are a lot of things that I have on my platform <laughs> that I want to achieve. And okay, she was like, oh, well, they've been nigga it's this is it's in me it's in yeah me. okay um, she was like oh well they're you know the dean because we answered to the dean of students yeah. um and she was like they, they she's always been really helpful to help helping me get whatever agenda i wanted to get past past now fucking sophomore year who are we 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 just finally <laughs> and not a, not feeling like you know baby still and yeah. so i i think i went the first time that we had a meeting i went um to have a meeting with the dean of students and i like put forth my my plan or the platform to i don't even i cannot remember what it was that i wanted but i mm. remember sitting in her office and she was like well you know that's not possible and i was like well why yeah. um you i'm not well who cares allison i was like i spoke to allison and she said that you guys were really helpful in achieving xyz i don't see how this is any different and she was like well this okay. is something that we want to put our energy towards wow and so i was <laughs> and i was like Huh? White woman? Right. Of course. No, I'm asking. Was it okay? All right. And so I was like, okay. Yeah. Sure. Just, mm-hmm. I remember I went back to the drawing board and I was like, let me see if maybe I need to reshift something. So the yeah. teacher of our Black Awareness Club, like, you know, you have to have like a teacher, like a yep. teacher advisor. Yep, like your advisor or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course she was a white woman, but I love Miss Gross. She was amazing. <laughs> she and okay. so I remember went to her and I was like, I just had the conversation with the Dean. She ain't really trying to hear my shit. And she was like, she was like, Nana, which she didn't call me Nana, but Nana, think about how you're approaching the situation. And I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, well, I think you just need to understand that some people know you a certain way in the school. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, you have a reputation. And I was like, yeah, being a badass bitch, like boss. What, like, what, <laughs> like what, what? What are we saying right. here? And she was like, well, I love you, but some people may not see it that way. And I was, I, to the, I was, I think. And I mind was, you, this is an adult speaking to a teacher. Child. Yeah, that's who, so fucked. Who, she's my math teacher. She's. Yeah. I was the president of the Black Awareness Club, so she's. She and I work very closely together. Yeah, so, very close relationship. I imagine. So like, she knows me in a different capacity outside of just being a student and I think because she cared about me was the reason why she even felt the need to kind of because she didn't have to tell me this but and so I I I appreciate it but I was kind of like well like okay so even if people felt that way you know me 
Yeah. You know that I'm not like that. So yeah. she was like, but I she was just like trying to school me on how to maybe modify my approach yep. to get yep. what I wanted. And yep. then I was like, okay, so this is I think that was like my first uh introduction to like code switching or like just kind of playing the game to uh, okay. what I wanted. Yeah. But I didn't understand why the white girls didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I mean, maybe I didn't see it, but mm-hmm. I doubt that they were having teachers were having the same conversation. That same about conversation with them, yeah, yeah. How you need to modify yourself. Yeah. Not what I'm saying, but yeah. how I'm saying. How you're saying it, yeah, yeah. In order to get the things that that we all can see, we need. We need. Yeah, yeah. I think that. I mean, I'm sure that there were different different situations, maybe you know participating in class not being picked on even though i know i have the answer like things like that i i definitely remember hap- happening um mm-hmm. but i think for a fact once i i i mean i'm not an idiot i can i know i knew about racism when i was in high school i knew about you know um different structures in the system like you know mm-hmm. I, all of that kind of stuff. But I think that was like the first time that it was clear to me that like, oh, it doesn't matter that we all got into this school. It doesn't matter that we're all in the same classes. It doesn't matter that I'm a good student. It doesn't matter yeah. that I participate and I'm in clubs and organizations. And, you know, I've been nominated to do, be an ambassador for the high school at a college. Like, it doesn't matter about any of that stuff because of who I am, how I look like, and the way that I speak. Yep. Yep. You know? that's yeah that's a pretty sobering realization to come as to had, at a young age yeah yeah at i can like only 15, imagine 16 where you're not even entirely sure of who you are but like mm-hmm. you just have all this conviction for somebody to be like yeah don't be that way yeah don't yeah that's that's why i said that's fucked earlier like that's crazy that's yeah. crazy if anything that should be something that's that we're celebrating and that we're for trying sure. to and I mean, foster sure. I mean, and places and times and places well yeah no of course but like i would never i would never tell a black girl any girl yeah no exactly any girl yeah yeah and and, and, she was basically telling you to be small is is what it was in in, in more words the, the one thing that i think that i've like and i'll talk about my high school experience i have very very fond memories very very fond memories i love the fact that i went to all girl high school okay i think that it it I mean, outside of like being married right now, probably it was probably, it was the best four years of my life because I didn't have to worry about the male gaze. I didn't have to worry about showing up and showing out and like the stupid competition that happens between women sometimes. Especially at that age. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I was able to do so many things and try so many things and be okay with failing because I didn't have to work. Like there wasn't this like added pressure from the attention of men. Now Mm -hmm. women can pretend that that doesn't matter. That doesn't exist. I know that I feel that shit. It is very different when I'm in a group of women alone somewhere. And then when men walk into the room, Mm -hmm. there is a shift. Yeah, of course. Um, But yeah, so I really appreciated um that time because i didn't have to worry about that and then i also because i was around that was like the first time that i was around so many white people mm-hmm. so many white people that i <laughs> that I, I i was able to kind of learn them and how yes. they occupy space and the way yes. that they dominate space and yes. have no problem being 
and saying whatever. And I've realized that like we are not afforded, black women are not yeah. women of color in general are not afforded yeah. that same yeah. that same level of of, of opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I'm I'm I know white women have their own plight, but we're not here to talk about that. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> um, in that same way, like they, I think that they are just like how black men sometimes don't realize that they're an oppressor. White women also don't realize. That yes, do I that. read I read something last year. It was a, actually a comment on an article that said just that that basically <laughs> black men and white women in some ways occupy the same kind of space because yep. yeah you you do have one part of your identity that you where you do kind of experience um some sort of oppression yeah but... some some form of oppression but you also enjoy some form of privilege as well on the Absolutely. other hand yeah. yeah no and and there was two other things that that definitely wanted to that you have on the list that that are definitely like important too and thank you for sharing no, that for sure. Um, and actually, I guess before I move on, I'm trying to think for, yeah, for myself you. the first time Maybe that I noticed that. And I, I really your mom. No, I think I think it was similar to you. It also was in school, and I think it was it, it was seeing how the teachers reacted very differently to um, to black girls. You know, for example, if a, if a black girl was upset about something, mm-hmm. they, the reaction. The reaction was very different than mm-hmm. had that been, you know, a white girl or an Asian I girl. I think that we about to burn the whole school down. Like it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, no. So I, I, I definitely saw that, and especially the, 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 the town where I grew up, it was very diverse. Mm-hmm. Um, but also there was still a lot of forms of kind of racism, really and true. Like we had, it, it's, it's so much so that we've been like the subject of like nationwide like documentaries and articles because we had what's called the leveling system where basically different different students were put in different levels based on their ability it was supposed to be based on their ability but really it just broke down along racial lines because all the level four classes which is what i you know i was in was majority white students mm-hmm. or asian and then once you start going down to like level three or level two, it's just all the it's just all the kids of color and and all the black kids. Um, so no, I definitely I definitely saw that from a young age as well, and also just the way um, black girls are policed or, or <laughs> just black women in general. Um, and you know, like for example, what maybe something that they wore to school or something like that. Their hair. And and yeah, and, and actually you had that on the list as well. It's actually what I was just about to read. Mm-hmm. Um, black women are viewed as overly sexual just for wearing clothes that fit their bodies. Such and the, a really great example of that is anytime fucking <laughs> people lose their damn minds when Serena Williams wears a cat suit and and all of the really nasty and racist ways that she's been depicted in mm-hmm. like I don't know if you've ever seen like political cartoons of her and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's 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 they they don't even try to hide it. You know what no. I mean? No. It's it's blatant. It's blatant. And then another thing too, and this one be pissing me the fuck off, especially. <laughs> um, yes. Is styles uh, that are deemed unacceptable when worn by black women are celebrated when worn by white women. Yes. Like, or, I mean, if, and that can go to any 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 other race oh, any other yeah not just white women yes. just any other woman that is not black that is basically. not black 
like because yes. if I see another fucking Vogue article about like white <laughs> women in porn roles or braids yeah. or something, I I might actually vomit. Like, Bro. no. And then they, and then they always it's always presented as something that's like new too. It's yep. like something they they that they just, I'm sure you've heard of the term Columbusing. Oh yes. Oh yes. yes that's oh, that's yes. like one of the prime examples for me. Is is I when it comes true. to fashion and hairstyles. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, it's 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 crazy. I remember because you know, again, I went to school with, with at least high school with a lot of whites, and mm-hmm. they would always come back from Jamaica or the Bahamas with their beaded little braids or their <laughs> like little cornrows. And I and like we didn't really have our dress code was strict, but like I don't think that like hairstyles to wear a uniform. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, but I remember, like, I think now about, you know, children who even as of re- as of late, they just started passing like the crown laws where you couldn't discriminate against. Yeah. Students who I have can't hair believe stuff. we're even having this conversation. Right. It's, it's like, so great. Know, yeah. There have also been articles where kids couldn't graduate because of their mm-hmm. dread. Yes. Or, yes. There's a kid that was at Texas or somewhere yeah, down south. Somewhere yeah, down south. Wow. Yeah. Or like little girls who have had teachers take their hair out because mm-hmm. of the designs of it. It's like it like uh, uh, but I guarantee you if if Rebecca came back from Jamaica with her little braids, people would think that that shit was so cute. Like it's yep. it's, it's so crazy. Um or like oh your hair is a distraction. How? How who is this distracting? Yeah, like, I don't even get what that means. How can how can my hair possibly be a distraction? I don't get that. <laughs> But then, like you said, let Kim Kardashian or one of the Jenners or any any one of these little, you know, IG models yeah. walk around and it's yeah. the finest thing on 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 the planet. And it's like, mm-hmm. how? Mm-hmm. How? Mm-hmm. No, you it's know? it's wild. It's wild. And that's again for me the that's the part that's always been really jarring is because like i said earlier you see it play out in real time like it's not even like hidden or like <laughs> like coded no, it's, it's so just amazing. it's out yeah, yeah it's just out there and you're like yeah. oh okay yeah it's it's yeah. crazy well i'm curious if there's like um because i know obviously you, you you kind of put some stuff that's happening more that's happening recently or that's in the yeah. news now and I figured, you know, we could we could definitely talk about some of those. Like, so so the first thing you had on there was um, the backlash with Kamala Harris. Um, what what part of that for you has has felt um, like it's like it's misogynoir? Well, so and I'm, and I'm not and mind you, when I ask you that, I'm not saying that I disagree or I don't well, I think know. that's it. I'm just curious, like what what elements of it have felt? Sure. That way? Well, I feel like. Um... In in the in the recent days, like like after the convention and everything, now there's been a conversation about whether or not she's black enough, like black American enough, to be like for us to be championing behind her because her mother is Indian or South Asian. Um, I think India. Her mom's from I believe it. I believe it is yeah. Indian. Yeah. Um, and her father's from Jamaica, so she's yep. not black. Black. Mm-hmm. Um. So that conversation, and then your president decided to bring back his favorite, his favorite trope. His his greatest hit. Is she even, is she even qualified because, you know, maybe she wasn't born in America. Like, (laughs) 
uh, and then I think there was a conversation about well, yeah, we know that she was born in Oakland, but she was like she spent a lot of her younger years in Canada. So like, does that mean? The Constitution has this out literally written in black Same and white. Day. It's just you just have to be a natural born citizen. End of conversation. Doesn't Period. matter if you're if you're if you if if aliens birthed you, if two aliens <laughs> birthed you on American <laughs> soil, you it. could run for president. Right. <laughs> like right. it's it's really that simple. This, I don't, I don't know, know why. Do we know if the, if it says anything about VP? Because I mean, since no. it's not trying to be no. president. Yeah. No. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's just you just have to be. Uh, a natural born citizen. That's, That's it. it. End of conversation. So like, <laughs> Me- that was that was like truly. I mean, I I don't feel like that's getting a lot of attention. The birtherism aspect of it, but I do find it really interesting. Like even and this is these are the conversations again. I think we had talked about that. I wish we didn't have in public in front of other people that are not black, because like this whole notion of her not being black enough. Mm-hmm. to be like deemed the black VP. Like, why are we making all this noise about this woman who's not black? And I, I think I watched um, um, uh, an Instagram live of, of this woman that I follow where there, there was a Nigerian woman that was on, like she went on live with her and she was saying that like, that she doesn't, the Nigerian woman was like, she doesn't understand why so many black Americans are championing Kamala because she, her, her, her lineage does not, she's not an ADOS essentially. Mm-hmm. Right? Did I say mm-hmm. that right? ADOS? Yep, you got yeah. it. You got it. Um, and for anyone who's not familiar oh. with the term, that's American descendants of slavery. Right. We had, we, this was uh, a subject on one of our episodes from last season, but just for any folks who might've missed that basically here in the States, there's been a recent movement, um, and you know I gotta say in the states because we global, you know we we in over fifty countries. <laughs> you know I'm just gonna I'm just gonna yeah. put that out there real quick. You know what I'm saying? But anyhow, um, here in the states has been a movement recently where um, African Americans or American descendants of slavery have been trying to create a platform for themselves sure. because they 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 feel or some of them feel that they're kind of getting looped in with you know other black immigrants whether it's you know us as africans or caribbean folk mm-hmm. so it's 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 a movement to kind of try and make sure that their voice is also being heard on the on the in the political sphere so just and for I anyone who's not familiar with that a small part of it also is tied to the conversation around reparations yes absolutely like, i forgot that you're right limiting you're right. like i think not limiting but like acknowledging that if reparations were given that I guess to appease the whites, to let them know that it's not all black people, just this segment of the popul of the black community would actually receive reparations. So I know mm-hmm. that's how I've heard it in kind of in that context. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, but yeah, so like she was saying that like um uh, uh, the black community deserves an actual black American to represent them at this high office, and that okay should- then. I don't, I don't even know like, what, what to say I don't, and, this, yeah. and I just, to me, it's like, I, and you I, know how I feel about Kamala <laughs> and I'm not even here for that conversation. Like, like what, we're what not going to do this. What yeah, we're not doing mean? this. Yeah, we're not doing this. We're not what doing is that? This. Why? Yeah, we're not doing this. We're not doing Why? this. You yeah. know? And yeah. so, and then I, I think I've seen other memes about like, don't let your hatred for this black woman allow you to, to vote for a sexist and a known racist. Yeah, like, like come on. <laughs> all, all, I mean, feel however you want to feel about Kamala. 
and her past and and what she's done policy wise I, i'll never have any issue i do think that people need to do their research for sure or, uh, as they should always stories have been conflated and mm. um misrepresented so I, I would urge everybody to do their due diligence and find out exactly as opposed to just watching videos of people telling you what they think about her yeah but yeah, yeah. this 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 right here we do not need as no. a community as a country we- don't at people, all. Yeah. We don't need the defight. Like I'm, I, what I've loved for um, Stacey Abrams to be the VP pick. Absolutely. Yeah, sure, of course. Did she have? Does she have the same acumen as Kamala Harris? No. Was that a, a deciding factor? Possibly. Yeah. You know, like there are so. Mm. So I just feel like whether you are a Black American. Um, an uh, um, an American who is a descendant of slavery, or if you are an immigrant who was, you know, whose family has been here, your first gen, or your family maybe came, your two three generations of American, you nobody is dis- deciphering all of that when they are, are choosing to discriminate against you. No, no, no one is deciphering between that if you become, you know, um, a victim of a hate crime. Like there is no division there so for us to do that kind of mental olympics for ourselves it is it is baffling to me like i just don't i don't understand the merit of that conversation at all but i thought that that was really interesting no it is you know and another thing that that um that you didn't have on here or or maybe i'm not sure if you even are aware of i i I was trying to find the articles you were speaking i can't seem to find it but if i do I'll, i'll share it with you but i read a really interesting article that was talking about and this this is a direct tie to the misogynoir, talking about the amount of negative tweets or negative press that Kamala received during the primaries as compared to all the other candidates. And it was by far, like she was just magnitudes higher than all the other candidates. Wow. Even, even when you, even when you kind of, uh, um, and that's the thing, it's hard to, it's hard to separate. It's hard to know if, if, if that is rooted in her, you know, in her history as a as a former prosecutor, as a DA, I'm sure that's a part of it. But basically, what the article was alluding to is that it's it's more than that. That it's ba- it, that it that it has a lot to do with her being a black woman. This is what the article. I would definitely say that because Amy Klobuchar is a she was a former prosecutor. Mm-hmm. I think she was DA in uh, was it Minnesota? Minnesota? She's from I think yeah. She was she um. Oh, I think the 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 police officer Shervin, the police officer who killed uh, George Floyd, she there was a case brought against him. She, yes, that's him. and that's what that's what sandbagged her VP. Right. Once that broke out, like yeah, that was done for. She was not so, gonna get. But like you said, in in compare in comparison to Kamala, that we didn't hear about that until uh you know Joy Floyd's murder. Amy Klobuchar mm-hmm. was out here riding large. Did nobody? No, she was. No, I don't think. And I didn't hear anything about. There were rumblings here and there. If anything, Mayor Pete Moore. I heard about like his racial, like how people in um South Bend, the black people in Felt South about Bend, him. Yeah, they were like, nah, we don't really rock with this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. About Amy Klobuchar until Joy Floyd, uh, George Floyd's murder, and she's mm-hmm. a prosecutor as well. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Everything to do with um being a black woman absolutely yeah yeah and how about the fucking (laughs) sideshow that it's become unfortunately um 
with the whole Megan Tory thing, which is just, it's been so weird seeing that play out. Like, I guess it's probably just about a month now yeah. since, since the news of that broke out. Um, and just how Meg has had to go now on what seems like this weird, like, campaign to, like, explain to people, like, what happened to her. And it's so unfortunate that she's I even in that, that position. She deserves to be believed. Like, mm-hmm. I, like I, this has been a conversation in my group chat um, since her latest IG live. And it's like, I, did you watch it? I didn't catch it, but I didn't what? Catch it. I didn't catch okay. it, but I saw clips of it on the shade room. Okay. What was um, she saying on there? So I don't, and you know, I don't be on the internet. I be on okay. the internet, but I don't be on the internet. Yes, so, yes. Like, I'm very. You post and go. I'm trying to get I like do, you. I be on I there do. too much. I remember yeah. the other day I was on Instagram and it it tells you like your it tells you how much time yeah 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 I'm like, okay under twenty minutes that's how I need to be living uh, no <laughs> but actually yeah <laughs> but I don't I haven't I I don't see the backlash I don't be in the comments because it is a cesspool of just negativity yeah um, apparently I I I really because from what I was seeing I'm gonna just tell you what I what, from what she yeah was go ahead. Heard, it sounded like either Tory's people made a statement or people in the comments are still capping for him or caping for him. Um, I really feel like, but I was trying to find, like, the way that she was talking made it seem like Tory had said something, like his people had said something. And well, I was what, to- what was going over on, I'll, I'll give you the Twitter briefing, if you okay, will. Basically, you- basically, the foolishness that was floating around there this week was that people were calling her a snitch for for naming yeah. Tory Lanes as her as a the shooter? Yes, the who- that's the foolishness that was going on on Twitter this week. Yes, she's a snitch. Yes, people were calling her a snitch for for naming him as the shooter. Like, what if if I get? Let me tell you this right now. If anybody has any thoughts to assault me in any way, I'm. I'm telling on you. Like Yeah, I, no, and that's what that's what a lot of black women were tweeting. Exactly what you just said. A lot of black women were like, look, look, look here. Like, I'm gonna make it abundantly clear. If any of you fucking, you know, motherfuckers tries to shoot me, I'm singing like a bird. Like now, see, if we like say me and you, we go rob a bank, right? Mm-hmm. And the police catch me for whatever reason. Now, if I tell on you. That to me is snitching. No, yes, and I'm happy you brought that up. If if we want to talk about the street code, which is a very much a thing, we can talk right, about that. Right, right. But that that's for that's, for that's for perpetrators of crimes right. and violence, right. not victims. That doesn't not cover victims. No, if I'm the victim of a crime, like come on, like no, we're not doing street code on that. Is a black man calling her a snitch? Who's calling her a snitch? It was no, it was both. Unfortunately, it was it was it was men and women who were just just yeah. That was that was the foolishness on Twitter this week. So when she, so was- I think I think that very well may be what have precipitated her like doing that video or like yeah. saying something because she she was seeing the the nonsense that was going on. That's bananas. Because when she was on the live, she was saying things like. I didn't when I when when they first got pulled over or when you know the the police arrived she didn't tell anybody anything because she knew that there was a gun in the car she was you know with seeing everything that's happening in the world right now she was scared that they would shoot all the people that are Think in about the- how fucked that is before you even keep on going think about that Can to, we- to to be in the position where you've you've literally been shot 
and the victim of a, of a gun crime. Mm-hmm. And in that same breath, you as a black woman are having to do the mental calculus to know that, you know what, if maybe if I do say something right now, the man who shot me might be yeah. dead. You know, but that's I, wild. That's crazy. crazy. But that yeah. is so mundane. When she said that, I like I had an incident with with a with a man in my life. Who, oh, you speaking as, as your for you you, you did? Okay, yeah. I thought you were saying like Megan no, no, no. Okay. I, I what happened? had an incident where a man that I love, who love mm-hmm. who I know loves me, and this is not a romantic, this is just a special person in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very erratic. And I didn't know what to do. And it oh, took me wow. forever to decide to call the police. Oh, because no. I knew there was a chance that if they showed up and he was behaving in this manner, something horrible would happen to mm-hmm. this person who clearly just, he needs help. Okay. But I don't I don't have the capacity to help them. I yeah. am in fear of my life. Yeah. And so what do you do? And black women have to make, you have to kind of decide what to do all of the time. And at least in this, like Meg didn't cheat, the police rolled up on him. What was she, like the fact that you're doing this all in time, they, I think in the the TMZ, the helicopter uh, video that that they had out, the police already Mm -hmm. had the guns pointed at them. She's hobbling backwards. Oh, I still haven't even seen the video. You know? Sitting up here lying, talking about glass shards fell in her foot. Like this, this is what you're doing to oh, say what she can to cover. Yeah, to cover this man who, like you just said, just shot her. Literally just shot you. Yeah, Not that's like so. You're trying to. Uh, it's a. It was an accident. The gun went off. It ricocheted. It this. No. Then she said, plain as day, he was trying to harm me while yeah. I was leaving the car. This yeah. man meant to cause me harm. And y'all still want me to protect him. Yeah. And she did. Yeah. And yeah. she did. And now y'all want to sit up here and talk about your snitching? No, it's it, like I said, it was foolishness. I could, I like, it was wild to see that, that like, even people even entertaining that conversation. It's like, what are y'all, what, is, what, what are you even talking about? You cannot win. You can't. Yeah. And, you- and the part that was also, that's also been disappointing and it's just like, it doesn't seem like there's been much energy from from black male um, rappers like calling Tori out. Like, come on, like, no why is no? That? What's yes? It's like I, I know I saw John Legend post this. You know, like, a, it's been a, a very small minority. What? Because I didn't hear that. No, I think he was just a same, basically just expressing his disappointment that like people were not supporting her and and talking about this. And it's like, wait, why? Why are you? Why are y'all all sit on your hands? Why are y'all all so quiet right now? Like, like, the, like we we can't let that we can't let that fly. We can't let that rock in our in our in our community. Like, that's not that's not it. You know what I mean? It's done for sure. For sure. I don't want to hear this nigga. I don't want to see him. I, and I'm not in the business of canceling people. But you don't get to like, and the fact that he's and I mean I don't know. They, I think they they press charges against him for the gun, but not for assault or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure exactly like the uh, what they got him up for. But I so I don't know if he's just not able to talk. I'm sure his you know his people are telling him to be quiet. But it is also to me so like you were saying the fact that no one has come like no man has come and spoken up for her the fact that she's she is defending herself and she did absolutely she has to defend herself and she did absolutely nothing wrong and she's left out 
on this ledge to kind of take all of this shit from people who have none of us. I mean, outside of what she's told us, none of us know what happened. It's frankly not none of our business. Um, but you know, people like to just speculate. But it's oh, just and that's like, why she even posted the photo, which I thought I was so I felt so bad that she even had to do that. Like what? The whole thing has been it's been so eerie to me. Yeah, I'm not gonna tell Megan what to do. She's not listening to me, but I really wish she would just log the fuck off. Like no. this this is not helpful, but you know, she has every right to say what she wants to say. No, absolutely. No, no. If if I'm I'm the last thing I'm gonna do is is have any commentary on, on how she's handled it. I think she's I think she's done it admirably. I think she's she's used her voice and she's been especially you know the 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 interaction she's had with her fans recently mm-hmm. especially just being just saying it out loud like no he like just like you said like he was trying to harm me yeah. like no we're not I'm, you know we're not capping for this nigga no more like this is not yeah like that i really it, it was disappointing not to see like you know i don't know jay-z whoever just like he say something just Jason. just like, say like yo like yo uh, like tori is on site like we ain't fucking with you no more she, like nah her- her bodyguard because people were like i don't and this is this is how i know the internet is a it's a it's a very strange place because for sure i think the shade room had posted some shit like that her bodyguard had posted in his stories about y'all know i wasn't there because if i was there um this would have never happened. And so I'm like, so are are people attacking her bodyguard? How do you know who the fuck Meg Thee Stallion's bodyguard is? Like, why are we so engrossed yeah. in people's lives? Yeah. And people that we can question it's people that we've never met before about an incident that is so serious. This is not somebody sleeping with somebody else. This is not... I don't, like, I don't even know what other frivolous things could be entertaining. This woman was shot. No, and you saw, you saw, like we talked about um, with Vix on on his podcast, um, uh, like just the way that even black media was consuming the story, mm-hmm. and comedians were making light of it. They were making jokes. I forget the name of the comedian. Was it was it Jess Hilarious or something? Oh yeah, and um and oh girl, Dre. And then Drea yeah. on a on a podcast was saying some stupid shit. It's like, I I yeah I. It's one of those things where it's like it's so stupid that like you can't I I barely like even have commentary on it because it's it's bizarre. Yeah. It's not. I think everybody needs to mind their motherfucking business. Let this woman heal. And if there's anything that we need to know, I'm sure we'll find out. The, the world is not hiding anything from us. Just and think about it. Now let's say, let's say, let's say Tori had had raised his gun and shot Chris Jenner. What conversation would we be having now? How, how how would that have been perceived? Oof. It would it would have been a whole different energy behind it, it than it was with 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 Meg being the victim. It would have been completely different energy. You mean completely kind of, different energy? They would have that man under the jail right now. Oh, period. Yeah, yeah. He's still in this country. I don't understand. You're not from America. Shouldn't he be deported to Canada? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not the deportations, but I, I just figured if you commit crimes, the uh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, you know, the the legal process is is gonna do its thing, and I'm I'm sure that there's absolutely going to be some ramifications for him and, on you know, that I'm level. My abolitionist shit. I don't want I don't want to see uh, people go to jail, but you don't get to shoot women because they don't want to be around you. Yeah, yeah. You don't get nah, to do that. Nah. You don't get to do that. You and, don't- 
No, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. And um, and yeah. So she was just just put out an amazing song with uh, <laughs> with the the good girl Cardi as yeah. well. Yes. Um, <laughs> you caught that one. We'll keep it moving. <laughs> um, but no. Also, there there was also like this weird backlash to to wet ass pussy. <laughs> Which is a good, I, lo- I love that song. It's a, good, it's a good I mean, song. And there are people who are like, I don't fuck with the song, but y'all making too much noise about it. So now I got to bang with it. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. No, I enjoyed it. And I remember I was actually, I was actually texting you mm-hmm. as I was listening to it the first time. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay. This shit made me blush. So I was like, okay. <laughs> you did. And, I, and, I, and I'm a, I'm a big old freak, but that oh. even that song had me kind of, <laughs> no, look, that was a Meg reference. See that one over your head. You weren't even, you weren't even. <laughs> You, are you are you picking up what I'm putting down? I, I see you. I thought we just <laughs> let it rock and let people catch it if they can. Now you making it hot. <laughs> but um, yeah. Also seeing the backlash from that, and it's like, yo, how many? Yo, are you are you are we really having this conversation in good faith? Yeah. Think about we. It's impossible. Think about how many rap songs niggas put out talking about black talking about women's bodies and how they're gonna fuck them and get popped off and all this shit and it's like really really this this and i mean i'm sure there have been a number of podcasts who have talked about this song so just bear with us but i think what's so interesting to me about the situation is is that whenever women want to take ownership of their bodies Mm -hmm. ownership of their pleasure mm-hmm. ownership of of their sex lives mm-hmm. that's whatever. you a slut you a hoe you mm-hmm. that you all all of the things mm-hmm. but when a man says what he wants to do to you not with you mm-hmm. but to you mm-hmm. no one finds issue with that mm-hmm. none and i think the interesting thing that i felt like i saw a lot of was women who were outraged by the oh song. yeah Which, yeah Sure. Yeah. I'm not going to tell nobody how to feel. I just don't think that you are in any position, anyone, male, female, and all those in between, to talk about how these two women, these two grown women are not allowed to express themselves sexually, to talk about the things that they want to do, yeah. what they like to do. Yeah. What, like, I, it is just, it is so baffling to me and y'all could keep the whole role model conversation i nah come on we're not doing that my mother did a very good job trying to keep me away from things she thought i was not supposed to be entertaining and for the most part i wasn't engaged i didn't i didn't ingest a lot of this stuff because it just wasn't played in my house when you know sex scenes would come on she would literally cover my eyes like this i there were plenty of movies growing up that i didn't get to see because she wasn't playing that shit that is your job you mm-hmm. are the parent. Now, if you mm-hmm. want the TV and YouTube to raise your child and they stumble on wet ass pussy, that's on you. These two grown ass women can talk about all the things that they want to talk about. And it really should not be anybody's business because you you can choose whether or not to listen to it. No, but for sure. Tell somebody that how dare they and you, you're disgusting. You're a horrible human being because you're talking about yeah, sex and pleasure. Yeah, yeah. Huh? No, and there was a there was a really good um article I had read about it, and I just pulled it up. It, it's it's over on Complex. It's okay. um uh, by her uh, by a writer. Her name is Brianna Holt. The title of the article is "Why Cardi B and Megan the Stallion's Empowering Anthem WAP is is so important." Um, and there's just a section here I'll read. It says both Cardi and Megan are powerhouses of female sexuality, 
independence and dominance. Mm -hmm. In a male-dominated genre that is often criticized for misogynistic wordplay toward women, the two rappers have never shied away from taking back the narrative of femininity in hip-hop. And during a time when Black women have taken to social media to advocate for their protection and support while basking in their Blackness, the music video couldn't be more timely. So and I thought I thought that was a really a really good kind of way to to talk about it. Yeah. Um, and if anything, that's the way I viewed it. I viewed it as a like a empowerment thing, like oh, just like she says. I was like, yo, yeah, these two badass women talking about you know just how they're empowered by their sexuality. That's a good thing. Like, what are we what are we what are we talking about here? Like, if 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 women, if young, I don't say young girls, but like sixteen, seventeen plus. Because we know that they're engaging. I know pl plenty of people when I was growing up who were having sex and didn't have any business doing it, whatever. But I think I would look at sex, me personally, or my 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 relationship to sex would be very different if I was if I was told to like embrace this beautiful thing that it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. If I was told that like having these feelings and these urges don't make me dirty, that mm -hmm. they don't make me some sort of a slut, mm -hmm. that it is very normal and natural to, uh, I mean, I don't know how, how much we want to push it, but like, you know, when the waters arrise down low, <laughs> something is wrong with you. And mm -hmm. that is how I felt a lot mm -hmm. of my teen years. Okay. Like I would have physical reactions to being turned on and I didn't understand what yeah. was happening. Especially if someone hasn't had a conversation with you exactly. about it or explained to you. Yeah. Right. And I mean, this is not like, you know, <laughs> some sort of a bulletin about my white ass pussy, but I'm just saying like, <laughs> that happen and you feel ashamed. Mm -hmm. You feel, you feel like you cannot um, engage in like sex. I feel like growing up, I always assume sex happens to me. I am not an equal participant in this exchange. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, that's a lot of the ways sex is yeah. kind of framed, unfortunately. And yeah. At 30, you're you're receiving it. You're it's receptive exactly, for you. Yeah. Exactly. And at 32 years old, I can finally say that I am removing myself from that notion, but it took a really long time for me to get there. And a long time of me not participating in sex at all out of fear, out of uh, a, a confusion of like, what does that mean for me to be a sexually liberated person? I'm still mm -hmm. kind of doing that work. Yeah, you're still kind of filling that out. And, and trying to remove some of, I don't what what would I call it? No, like like uh like Penda said when we when we invited her on um last year, it's just a lot of that process is unlearning yeah. all of the lies you've been told. Exactly. Whether it's by uh whether it's by your culture, you know, whether it's by your religion, whether yeah. it's by your friends, TV, all of that. All and of that. It's a process. Wet ass pussy is like, you know, it's gonna transform me, but would I like for your dick to touch the diggly thing in the back of my throat? That may be something I'm really curious about. And now I know that that doesn't make me weird. Uh huh. You know, uh -huh. being choked. A lot of the things that they were talking about, I feel like sometimes have not, like I've expressed a, like I enjoy that. I've yeah. talked to my friends about it. Sometimes they turn their nose up at me and it's like, 
Well, now I'm never going to talk to y'all about the shit that I like because you're making me feel like I'm weird. Yeah. Damn, you you know bag, I'm going to get choked. And so I'm like, okay, well, bitch, choke it. Yeah, choke me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I think that this kind of opens the door for people to not feel so suppressed. Sex. Yes. And, and it's... I, and- no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I didn't mean to I cut you off. And it's different when a woman is saying it. A woman that you Absolutely. admire, a woman that you enjoy, a Absolutely. woman who you physically see taking ownership of her sexuality. Like I've mm-hmm. never in the way that Meg expresses herself, the way that Cardi expresses them, like there's something, the way that Lizzo expresses herself, like there's something that is very in- inspiring as somebody For sure. who, like I see myself in them and that it's not, I'm not a hoe or I'm not a, this dirty person if I take a picture mm-hmm. you know or if i'm if i'm uh twerking somewhere you know like there's the, it kind of removes the negative connotation and yeah. i think that's that's really important because no absolutely well, yeah sometimes you know absorbing other people's thoughts about things that have nothing to do with you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and no and and those are all bars <laughs> you can drop the <laughs> mic after that you're right I, I i definitely agree with you and and Brianna actually spoke about that, and literally just what you said um, in the article. So I'll, I'll I'll read this section out real quick, and I'll I'll link this. It's a, it's a really good read for anyone who's interested. Um, so Brianna says it's common for women in music to fall victim to criticism when they create anything that is tied to their womanhood, mm. and black female artists in hip hop are often degraded and hypersexualized for their freedom and expression. In a Harper's Bazaar article about women in rap's relationship with misogynoir, writer Taylor Crumpton says, misogyny is institutional oppression against women at large, but misogynoir is the dehumanization of Black women perpetuated through individual, societal, and cultural violence towards Black women. Right? A couple snaps on that one. Um, While some might find the explicit nature of of the WAP video to be off-putting and harmful to Black womanhood, The gag itself is that Black women have little to no control of how society views us, with or without Cardi and Megan's collab. Adultification begins as early as our preteen years, Mm -hmm. stereotypes dated as far back as colonization are unavoidable, and fat phobia is highly ingrained in how society perceives Black women bodies. Black women shaking their butts and describing their sex life in music is not what sets Black black women back it's the people who justify harm toward us because of these actions um and one last part here she says art like uh like wap could not be more valuable and necessary during a time when people are actively trying to unlearn their own biases and recognizing ways that they contribute to the the neglect of black women Period. So shout out to Bri- Brianna did what she had to do. She yeah. earned her check in that on that article. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They gotta they she, gotta throw her a few extra coins. So, so, so yeah, I'm gonna share that one out. You gotta definitely check that one out because Brianna really does a, a, a an amazing job of kind of just breaking all of it down and how how this is all part of a larger conversation that we're having right now. Absolutely. I think what she said about the fact that regardless of of this song or this video, people are going to feel however they want to feel yeah. about because they've been saying these things about exactly. us. Exactly. The Venus hot and tight. Like, we're yes. never going to be removed from, you know, this over-sexualization. Mm-hmm. 
now let us own it. Can we talk mm-hmm. about it? Y'all Co-opted, yeah. It. yeah. You mm-hmm. talked about it all these centuries. Now I'm telling y'all what I like. Exactly. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Craziness. Mm. Um, but no, uh, so another thing that came up in the news recently, um, yeah, this one was tough. Is as you you shared with me um an article or or you let me know about these three trans women um out in Hollywood who were assaulted in a really like heinous and ugly way um by I, and i forget was it was it one black man was it a group of black men so because i actually haven't seen I've, I've only seen very small clips of the video do you can you tell us more about what happened yeah so um i actually saw this in my stories a few times and then i think was that this did this happen this week yeah at oh, least wow. the video was shared this week i don't okay. know okay 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 um and like you know the first the first scene of the video it said trigger you know trans violence and i was like i'm not i can't watch this like this is too much and then mm-hmm. i kept seeing it i was like okay wait you know it, this the least i could do is is you know is 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 watch this and share it so that we can kind of find justice because this was very this i think i saw I saw this the day that India Moore had shared it, and we didn't know who the the, the perpetrators were yet. Okay. Oh, so they they've since been identified. They've been at. I've seen definitely thick pictures of with the the. I don't even want to call them gentlemen, but the guy's name. No, yeah, their, they're definitely not getting that title. Okay, uh, good. Again, yeah. I, I know we I know we about the the abolitionist movement, but we're not there yet. No. So so These for now. Got yeah, 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 yeah. I I don't, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) These three women, I don't know. It was some, they said somewhere in Hollywood, but they Mm -hmm. were waiting for an Uber. Okay. Um, There was this one man in particular who was doing a lot of the aggression, who was was the the violent one. And Mm -hmm. he was literally stopping these women from entering their Uber. Um, oh, so so the their Uber ride pulls up. They're about to enter the the, he, the car. Like, he like literally one of the women tries to what? open the door and he slams the door. And then of course the Uber driver's like, I don't want any parts of this. So he just I don't want no smoke. Up. He just leaves. Crazy. Okay. Um. And so, um. And then this this man starts like approaching them aggressively. I think he swings at them. He's trying to hit them. Um, and they're just trying to run away. All while there's a group of men on the sidewalk, just recording, laughing, gawking the entire time. The only reason why we have video footage of what happened to these women is because some idiot decided to record it as opposed to help them. Wow. Which to me is, and these are black and brown men who yeah. are standing yeah. by while these three women are being assaulted. The, the the main aggressor in the video threw a scooter at one of the women. He slapped <sighs> one of the women over the head with some object, like completely knocked her out. Um, wow. And this was not not that it makes any difference at all this but this was a stranger to them this wasn't someone i don't don't think that they knew him at all no and actually i take that back actually in some way i think it makes it even worse that it was a stranger just someone i know either way it's fucked but like just yeah so So someone who has no interaction no touch point you don't know who these poor women are so you you literally had nothing better to do with your evening 
than to and fucking I, assault and harass them. I feel like some people, there was like rumblings of maybe he was trying to approach the like court the women. Yeah, unfortunately, when it comes to violence against trans women, that's unfortunately a common narrative. It's like he was trying to holler. Maybe yeah. he didn't realize there was a trans woman. Then when he does, yeah. like, you know, he feels, I don't know, whatever the fuck, you know? It was like, I think to me, like there was one, um, I was telling you before, there was one situation where, um, because the women were trying to, they were like running away, trying to get away from him. Mm -hmm. Um, And one of them, I think, dropped their phone. And one of the guys that was on the sidewalk just kind of spectating, picked it up and was was trying to sell the woman's phone back to her. And it's just like, like, I don't, I like, it it was true. Like that was probably one of the most painful videos that I've ever seen in a really, really long time. Just because of the lack of like, I don't even, not even empathy. Like there was no civility in any of these people. There was no care. There was no compassion. There was no understanding. Like feel however you want to feel. These are still people at the end of the day. These are women. Like I- I No, and actually a quick time out. I don't even agree with you. No, don't feel however you want to feel. that I can do to change. No, I know. I know what you're saying. But no, if you, if you are harboring fucking, you know, harmful views of, of, you know, of trans women or any, you know, LGBTQ, just anyone, you need to fucking go to therapy. You need to, yeah, Yeah. you need to figure that out. Cause that's not, that's not it. But like, for me, I don't know that that was going to happen that evening, but the least you could have done was like, at least, and and my thing is like, fine, you don't want to deal with the women. Tell old boy to chill the fuck out. I guarantee any one of those men stood up to him and was like, yo, bro, chill out. Like, yeah, chill out. He would have stopped. He yeah. wouldn't stop. And that that is another thing that is like so disgusting to me. The amount like men, and I don't want I don't want to make blanket statements, but some men seem to hate women so much, but fear other men so like mm-hmm. the care and like the the adoration, whatever you want to call it, that they have for other men as opposed mm-hmm. to women like mm-hmm. you know it's 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 mind-blowing to me and i don't think it has anything to do with your attraction it's like we all have mothers we all have sisters we know women like yeah. i feel like it should be a natural care for black men to do that for black women but that mm-hmm. just it doesn't seem to be as unfortunately you know, as yeah. i would hope mm-hmm. um then there was a the, and, the, and women are not immune to this because there was a group of I think it was two or three women who were walking by um, who were just recording. None of them helped. None of them called the police. Nothing. There was even, and they 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 were, I, somebody said something about Black Lives Matter. And they were like, so our Black Lives don't matter. These are two mm-hmm. Black women on the street. You're not, you don't care about them. Mm-hmm. And the women had nothing. They were just laughing with the, with the other group of guys. Um, the, you hear sirens and you think that like the police are coming and they just drive right past Oh wait, wow. Group of people. Like there's no way that they even if you maybe they were going to another call or whatever, that you could have seen this assortment of people and not thought, what is going on down that street? Yeah, maybe I gotta radio someone else to come check it out or something. Drove right on by. Yeah. 
Um, I don't I don't know how the event ended. I think the the women have subsequently been on the news because the the video has gone pretty viral. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like I said, they now have been able well, because this this idiot. Um, I think his name is Steve-O, the one who was actually recording who's live. They kind of screen recorded to mm-hmm. the whole incident. Hit um, his, of course, they all, all of their pages are private now, or they're not on Instagram anymore. Um, but they have uh, pictures of the the guys, you know, respectability. They have pictures of the guys um, and their names now. And so I think I don't know if any. I haven't I haven't caught up with the story as of as of as of today. So hopefully arrests have been made. But that was probably the most disgusting thing that I've ever seen. And we know, you know, how many black trans women that we've lost even within this year i think there was a stat between like the end of june and now there's been five uh five black trans women that have been murdered Uh, it's it's just it's so i don't i don't know and i mean i'm not gonna sit up here and say that i i was uh, unaware but like seeing it like seeing yeah seeing it play out I could not, I've been in situations where I've been around men that didn't make me feel comfortable, but no one has ever physically harmed me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I've never mm-hmm. had somebody throw a scooter at me. Yeah. I've never had people on a corner laughing while I'm bleeding. Mm-hmm. You know, like I've I've never, and 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 I mean, I'm, I, I'm kind of thankful that now people can see you know, even when I feel like we have these conversations every time of, of like a, um, a body camera comes out or whatever, mm-hmm. that like these are disgusting, deplorable, like just such hurtful things to watch. But you hope that like seeing this now, people have a better understanding of what these communities deal with. Um, and I think this was like the first time that I've seen anything like this, but it's not the first time this summer. I think when we were on Vic's, um, his, in, on his podcast, mm-hmm. we had talked about the women who, the one woman who was thrown into a dumpster. Um, yeah. I, and I saw that one on Twitter and it was just, it was just, it was disgusting to watch. It was just a bunch of black, a, yeah, a bunch of, a bunch of black teens just standing around and 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 recording and laughing it just you just feel like you actually feel sick like i actually felt sick watching that it's like what and then there was another what's going thing. on with y'all what is what the fuck is going My, on with y'all that's the thing too it's like there's not even shame the no no shame at all why would i record it why would i post that on the internet like you don't even that's how much you you do not care about this person's life yeah because i mean it you shows can't. you how how little they they value their exactly. their their lives and their womanhood absolutely absolutely and it's just it's and then uh, there was another woman in harlem who the situation was this man was trying to holler and she wasn't interested and he took his skateboard and he hit her over the head with it yeah and it's just like yeah. you hear you know i think we talked about this a little bit um we, I think, I don't even, I can't honestly, we've done so many of these, I can't remember, but I know mm-hmm. that we talked about catcalling and how I was like, you know, harassment. There, are, there are plenty of times where I'll just say hi or smile or whatever, because I don't want to deal with the possibility of somebody turning around and assaulting me. 
mm-hmm. because I, I don't appreciate their advances. And I know what that means to say that as a woman, but I, and I'm not, I'm not advocating that anybody does that, but I also know that I do, I've been assaulted sexually. The last, I, like when I tell you being murdered, being robbed, those are not fears that I have. Mm-hmm. Being raped is something that is front of mind every time I leave my house. That is yeah. probably the biggest fear that I have on the planet. I would rather be shot dead somewhere than somebody. Yeah. No, and, and I, and, uh, um, you know, rape, rape obviously is something that we, we hear about. And I remember, and actually I'm, I'm trying to think now, I remember um, vaguely, but I remember like as a kid, like, you know, because you're learning what different words mean and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like, so you like having to learn what rape is before you've really even have an understanding of what sex is. I remember mm-hmm. it's still I remember it just being a weird thing and being like, yeah. wait, this is a thing that people do. People like, do. like, yeah. like people do this to other people. Yeah. Like, because I, I don't I don't I don't think um and, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm for, I kind of regret now as we're having a combo, I kind of wish we had done like a, a trigger warning of some type. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, yeah. un- unfortunately, just look, unfortunately, looking at the statistics, chances are some of the women listening to this podcast have Absolutely. been sexually assaulted, you know, a, 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 a large amount, unfortunately. Um, but anyhow, yeah, it's just, it's one of those things that like, it's, it's, it's hard to like, wrap your mind around around the fact that like men do this to women it's yeah. it's it's yeah i'm I, I feel so bad that that's something that you have a fear of each each time oh. that you step outside your house i i was talking to um a friend uh she lives out in london um and she was telling me about um just and mind you this was just one day mm-hmm. you know she was just going out minding her business and I think I think she told me it was like six or seven men that day, like assaulted her in some way. Whether it was like catcalling, whether it was making comments about her body, whether you know one one person even went as far as following her. Like I I I, I wish um, you know to any of the men who are listening to the podcast because uh, I know you know obviously the majority of our listeners are women, but to any of the men who are listening, like. We really gotta find ways to to change that, man. Cause that should it it is really it it hurts me really bad. Like every time I hear a woman I know share an experience like that, mm-hmm. you know, of having or even just, you know, a walk to the train mm-hmm. can be something that's super, you know, frightening and 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 fearful for them. So um yeah, I and that's I guess that's the part where Sometimes I be, I feel a little lost in a way, because um, and and this came up when I was having the com- uh, when I when I was on Equals podcast uh, a couple months ago. And we we're having the same conversation. It's just like I I want to think of it almost like I do with race. For example, I'm frustrated when white people ask me what they need to do differently. <laughs> Or what they, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I imagine, I imagine the same is true for women yes. when y'all hear from <laughs> us, you know, kind of like asking you to fix it. Like, oh, tell us what to do. You yeah. know what I mean? 
I, so I think that's just been a reminder for me that really just comes down to obviously education is a part of it, educating myself. And then also um, uh, doing what we can with our young men and, and kind of showing them and letting them know that like, this isn't okay. You know, you gotta, you gotta step in and, and protect, you know, your, your, your sister, your cousin, whoever it is. And then that's another thing too. It doesn't even have to do with proximity. Just any woman who might be in your life. That's, we, yeah. we definitely should be finding ways to protect them as best we can. You know what I, I mean? I think that you kind of nailed it. And not even young men. Tell the niggas that you roll with. Tell yeah. them. No, for sure. For sure. Because, you know, fortunately, unfortunately, this doesn't, it doesn't go away with age. There are, there's, there's no like age limit to when the bullshit ends. I've had men, my grandfather's age say disgusting things about what they would like to do to me. So it's there, you know, there, there really is no, um, they don't try to pinpoint any type of man. Y'all all need to probably sit down. And no, have absolutely. Questions. Absolutely. Uh, but I, th- I do think like, I think the conversation has always been like the onus has always been on women to wear the right thing and don't go out. Yeah. 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 And, you know, make sure that you hang out in groups and all that kind of stuff. And like, uh, fucking put your keys between your fingers. Just yeah. Like, home and it's like why are we not having conversations with boys about do not do these things exactly and and then we nobody needs to worry about any of it you know what i'm saying and i think like you had mentioned before when we're talking about the recording is like you don't value there's a there's a lack of value of of this individual whoever they are Mm -hmm. um and i think for you to try to overpower somebody or to um, to assert your needs over their safety is a, a complete lack of care for just their humanity. Absolutely. Um, and where that comes from, how it's learned, I I I don't have the answers. I don't know, but I know that that needs to be eradicated, especially mm-hmm. in the black community. Yeah. No. You're right. You're right. Um, and I also um, I found some some stats. Um, this is just going back specifically when we were talking about the assault that happened to um, the three the three women out in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, I found some stats here, uh, and this is from the National Center for Transgender Equality. Okay. So they had a survey uh, they did earlier this year, which included twenty eight thousand trans respondents. Um, so a, a, Twenty eight thousand, so a pretty a pretty big uh, sample size there. Yeah. Nearly half, so forty seven percent of all Black respondents reported being denied equal treatment, verbally harassed, and or physically attacked in the past year because of being transgender. Wow. Nearly one in ten were physically attacked in the past year because of being transgender. One in ten, that's crazy. Were were physically assaulted for just for being who they are. Um, Black transgender women, 14%, were more likely to be physically attacked in the past year because of being transgender compared to Black non-binary people, which was just 8%, and mm-hmm. transgender men was 7%. Okay. So it's 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 one of those things where, um, and, and that's the reality, unfortunately, is that 
black women um, are having to deal with a number of battles at any given moment. You know what I mean? So even even on the fringes, even even you know these trans women who are already on the margin right. are 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 being you know the victims of of violence at a higher clip. And and actually, I've read uh, I've read a lot of the way it's kind of described and talked about is is, is as an epidemic because it oh, is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. A, it's it's an epidemic. Like the amount of black trans women specifically who are losing, it's 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 yeah, it's completely yeah. out of hand. And 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 I think what was the percent that you found? Um, sixty nine percent of of those women who um who and this is actually now women who were killed was at the hands of black men. Seventy hmm? percent of the time, like that's. Yeah, well, something's got to change, man. Because that's not, yeah, that that's. I, I'm sorry. I'm like I'm. I, I usually I usually have words, but I don't. There's nothing that you can say. Yeah, about. yeah. I mean, th- yes, something has to change. Like there's, there's no. Yeah, you don't have. There's no. Yeah, I'm sorry. I usually I have the words. I I don't no, even. Yeah. Uh, intellectualizing it. No. This yeah. And y'all yeah. just. I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like we probably have listeners who are like-minded, so I don't know. But it, it's just like, uh, how? How? Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't... But yeah, I mean, I, I don't... I mean, I, I if you haven't seen the video, I'm sure you can. It is, it is incredibly, incredibly painful. Yeah. Um, but I think just out of honor of this what happened to these women like if if this watching it is going to make you take a stand donate call do some investigating like if if there's one thing that i know about the internet twitter specifically how we can get fucking uh what's what's that bitch uh central park what was the central park lady name um amy cooper yeah we got her the fuck out of here with her job and her dog we get we get so many people y'all find the identities of so many people so quickly and get them fired when they do harmful things to to our community the the men who assaulted these women need to be under the jail yeah no like actually under the jail and i know for sure you know like we we have their names we have their pictures. Hopefully they haven't left the country because I feel like this has definitely been making a lot of noise in the streets. So no, as it should. They're dipping, but we need to get these motherfuckers because what they did to this these women is is it's it was, is, no yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty funny. bad. And and you know, um I watched the I think this was sometime last year. There was that um conversation between Nikki Giovanni. And oh, James yes. Baldwin, mm-hmm. one of my, it's, it was such an engaging conversation mm-hmm. and I, one of, one of the best things I've seen in a long time. Um, and I, I've always loved the way Nikki broke that down during the interview. Do you, do you recall? Did you, have you seen it yourself? I haven't seen the whole thing. Oh, you gotta watch it. I know, yeah. And you gotta watch it. Yeah. I, I do, but I've, I've seen uh, several clips of it. Okay. I think I I know what you're talking about when she's talking about how black women kind of receive the brunt from black men. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because basically, and that's the unfortunate reality of it. And, you know, earlier on, we were talking about how, you know, how black men do on one hand, while we are oppressed, we Mm -hmm. also can be the oppressors as well at the same time. And unfortunately, that's what it, you know, she, she has a really good analogy of like, 
you know, the 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 black man goes to work, you know, his white boss is is talking down to him, is is belittling him, making him feel small. Um, so the one of the one of the few places where he does get to exert his power or his influence or his dominance is in his quote unquote castle. Is it's at home. Mm-hmm. And so unfortunately, the the victims uh, or the people who end up usually um brunting the bear of that uh bearing the brunt brunting the bear did i say that bearing right the brunt. bearing the brunt sorry okay. um bearing the brunt of that uh, are their their wives and their children okay, you yeah. know because that's also you know child abuse is also a huge thing in the black is, is also a huge problem um in black and brown you know households mm-hmm. um so yeah i i, I would i definitely encourage y'all to check that out because they, they have a really good convo and she has to she checks she checks baldwin a few times on that mm-hmm. because even and i think he you know he, he he's a, obviously a super intelligent man i think he even realized as she was speaking that his thinking was flawed you yeah. know once she once she broke it down um because yeah th- that's that's usually what it comes down to is that that's one of the few places where black men have the ability to exert themselves and um, i think I'm sorry. No, no, that was it. That was it was kind of just an open thought, but I I was just bringing it up just to see if you if you had seen that exchange. No, it sounded like you I, had. Yeah, I will definitely. I definitely saw I saw that clip and I mm-hmm. will sit down and watch the whole thing because I I've, I've been meaning to. Um, but I think the what's so hard is like, you know, as a community, black women, we we love our men. We support our men. We want to uplift our men. Oh, y'all love us down. Even when we don't deserve it. (laughs) We understand, you know, all that you guys have to to deal with and mm-hmm. and you know the the issues that arise just because of who you guys look like mm-hmm. and i think um and we we i think we talked about this a little bit earlier like playing figuring out how to um deal with supporting the men in your community and saving your own life is not something that anyone ever thinks that they have to do, but it happens all of the time. Mm-hmm. And like that, that mental gymnastics, that 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 kind of thinking that yeah, you that have calculus to, you're having to do to in, in real time. Mm-hmm. How you know? I can't. I've heard so many people, like friends of mine, who maybe. It's some niggas on a block. They make it too much noise, or you know, somebody is fighting outside their window, and you have to decide: Do I call the police? Mm-hmm. You know, and this, and like I, I remember <laughs> there was one time I was dating this guy. He was over at my place, and the couple that lived above me, they would have horrible fights. I don't, I don't personally know if they ever got physical, but it scared me. Oh, way. same in my building as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. earlier this year or end of last year, I should say, same deal. And I here. remember, um, I had him over, and I was like, I, I'm calling. Them. This is, this is scary. Like he yeah. could do something to her. Yeah. Like, mind yeah. your own business. And it's like, but what if I woke up the next day and I found out that she was gone? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's like mm-hmm. you deciding whether or not to put yourself in that position, deciding like. Like if the police do come and you tell them that there's a, a you know a domestic violence situation, how are they gonna respond? Mm-hmm. Could they both be you know harmed in some way? Yeah. And so like yeah. having to have 
all of that thinking running through your mind, running through your mind before you can make a decision when all you really want to do is help people. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's a lot. And so to, to know that you're getting, you're getting it from the world, you're getting it from your partner. This, this Mm -hmm. man is supposed to protect and provide for Mm -hmm. you. And he's fighting you in this way because of what he's going through. It's like, there's no way that as a community we can, move past a lot of our history mm-hmm. if we don't heal all of this this misogyny like yeah. a, this patriarchy in our system a, like mm-hmm. a lot of it i remember mm-hmm. i think i was i read a story about of slavery and they were saying that like women who would be slate like raped by their masters their husbands would then in turn beat them and it's like nigga this is not my fault like i <laughs> I don't, what, what do you want me to do? And then it's like, you've kind of dishonored him or you, and then God forbid, if you birth a child, like it's all of that stuff. And, and generationally, we carry a lot of that trauma that has not left our community. No, absolutely not. I think that a lot of, a lot of this healing work needs to, needs to be done. And I don't know how we do it collectively, but definitely in our own personal circles, this is the opportunity, I think, more than ever for us to kind of really challenge a lot of these notions that we have. Like, start standing up for your women. Start checking your boy who says derogatory things about women in general or some foul shit about some girl that he used to deal with. Like, a lot of that people laugh off and it's like, you are, you think this thing, you think these about women. You yeah. may be talking specifically about this one person, but this is how you feel about women. It's a Maybe. statement to how you perceive women on the whole. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that you re- like you you can kind of excuse it. Oh, he's just playing all oh, this or that, and it's like, no, that's not cute. No, that's not cute at all. That's yeah. not cute at like, all. Like I think, like we, because I mean, I've been in spaces, and I think definitely in my younger years, I would excuse some shit. And and now I don't have any patience for it, and regardless of who is being talked about. I don't I yeah. don't care what it is. You're not about to degrade, uh, defame, disrespect. And like it's not necessary. You can be you can convey whatever thoughts you have without saying slandering somebody's name. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and it's beyond even slanderous. You know, just yeah. using all kinds like violence. No, for sure, for sure. <laughs> and I know it's always. I, I know the times that I've seen what appears to be like a domestic violence kind of situation out on the street, you know, mm-hmm. between a black couple. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just like you were saying earlier, it 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 it's always it always feels uncomfortable because you don't know. Just like you were saying, it's hard to know. Like yo, like all right, all right. At least I'll run down what I'm thinking. I'm like all right, but I, if if I intervene my first thought is okay what might happen to me this 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 thing is upset this thing is screaming at the top of his lungs these fucking literally foaming at the mouth you know what i'm saying i'm a big dude but don't get it fucked up i'm not a fighter i'm not you know what i mean like i don't you know so that's one thought that's going on in my head next one is all right if all right i call the boys all right they pull up guns drawn some shit goes south now that's now that's on my mind i call i call the cops this dude's dead now, you know, or, or, you know, or, or just also, which I think is something that's un- not, not unfortunate. I guess, yeah, it is unfortunate. That's really ingrained in us 
um, as black folk is to just mind your business. We're right. taught that from the time we're kids. Yes. Every yes. black mama, every black father has told you just mind your business. If you see some shit, just mind your business. Like yeah. don't don't end up, and I think I think that's also a big part of the problem is because we, that's how we were all raised. We we're all raised to not you know. We're not going to meddle. We're not going to, you know, get in between people's shits. Like, all right, like, damn, that's crazy. But I hope they sort it out kind of thing. You know (laughs) what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. absolutely. And I know there's one, there's one incident I remember. um, I shared this on um, my friend, Jambi. I think this was probably like in in April or something. Maybe it was April or May. This was after, after the death of, um, man, I feel bad because I don't, I don't want to mispronounce her name. Is it Ola, Ola Tuin? I believe was her name. Yeah, Toyin. Yes, for sure, uh, or like her nickname. Um, so she she had like a little, almost like a panel of sorts, where she invited a few folks on. I don't know if you had a chance to catch some of was it. Live. It was an IG live. Yeah, okay. and yeah. then and actually, Vix. Speaking of Vix, he was on there too, and he he actually spoke right after me. But basically, I shared a story on there, and, and I, I and I guess I, I would want to share it here with you guys too, because I think it's important to not necessarily call myself out but i think i've also been identifying times where i could have intervened where i could have used my voice and i didn't you know what i mean and one one that came to mind for me this was actually um at atlantic terminal i was catching the q train i was heading into the city and there was this dude black man who was just creeping like he was just like uh you know he was walking on the platform, yeah, he was on the prowl. He was just, you know, walking around, uh, staring at staring at women, you know, just in a in a very like um, antagonizing way. Like, mm-hmm. like he wasn't just looking; like he had like a fr- like basically like a frown on his face. Mm-hmm. And and you could it was it was super obvious that all of the women were super uncomfortable by him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, women were like kind of moving away, and he would follow them, and. I saw the whole thing go down and I think for me what my mindset was I because I I always have my situational awareness I'm always paying attention what's going on around me so I was kind of like I I've got my eyes on him I I see what's happening okay if if he does something crazy like if he puts his hands on one of these women or does something I'm absolutely going to step in yeah but I think now playing it back I kind of regret not stepping in even then, even even before it, it, got, it got to a point of being something physical. I think just seeing how uncomfortable these women were, I really think that I, I absolutely should have, like, whether it was coming and standing in between or, like, you know, standing, coming, uh, letting, walking up to the woman and saying, hey, I see you. You know, I, I'm I'm here. Like, you know, I, I, I got your back kind of thing. So it's just, it's, I'm 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 sharing that just to say because I think a lot of times us as men think that it's uh think that we have to like jump in between a bullet like no, no it's, it's 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 sometimes it's it's much smaller than that you know it's 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 like that scenario it's using your body using your voice to 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 literally as as the hashtag is saying to protect black women sometimes that is gonna require us using our bodies and and and. And I think one beautiful story that I saw on Twitter, Reese, I don't know if this made its way to IG. Um, there was this guy, uh, there was a there was a black woman who was being harassed by her neighbors. In Long Island. Yeah, yeah, it was right here in Long Island. Oh, so you're, you're familiar. Yeah. 
And this guy, once he caught wind of that, he went to her house every night Mm -hmm. and literally sat in front of her, in front of her house and camped out just to make sure she was good. You know what I mean? That's the kind of shit we have to get more comfortable doing if we really want to see things change. Because just like you were saying earlier, unfortunately, nine times out of 10, niggas don't listen unless they're hearing it from another dude. Um, It it sucks. Yeah, but that's just how it is. So so that means we got to use our voice. We got to be caught. We got to hold each other accountable. We got to be calling each other out on the fuck shit that we all know that we, you know, are a part of and i'm and i'm a part of that as well i'm I'm absolutely not distancing myself from that in any way um i've never i've never assaulted a woman i've never been abusive to a woman um but i know there's certainly been times in my history where i've definitely not done right by women or i've not treated women um in the best way and you know all of that that definitely ties into just misogyny period but but especially misogynoir, you know, if if my you know if my girlfriend or whoever it might have been at the time was black, you know, that's it all. It's it it's it starts it starts with you at the end of the day. So like if if we're really trying to see the needle move on this, we have to just get we have to be more comfortable being uncomfortable. Is yeah. is is what I'm I'm starting to realize, and that means that if I have to put myself in an uncomfortable spot, then that's what it's going to take. You know what I mean? I love that. No, I, I, I agree a thousand percent. Thank you for sharing that and like recognizing that there was opportunity for you to do more because I yeah. think what you said is so true. Like no one is asking you to like hurl yourself in between yeah. you know, uh, an assaulter and like, we're not asking you to stop a rape from ha- like, but like mm-hmm. you said, I mean, if, if you're in a position to, when you can, that, you know, please. Yeah. Thing, like, that's, that's very dangerous for you. So I I can understand maybe not feeling so comfortable putting your body in in harm's way. But I guarantee you, if you would have, maybe if you saw him paying close attention to one woman and you just walked by her and started talking to her and, you Mm -hmm. know, maybe letting him know that like these women, we're, we're seeing what you're doing. Like, you don't have to address him, but I love, like, you just saying, like, I'm here. I see what's going on. You're not alone. That means the world, yeah. you know? No, and I mean, I'm even, like, getting a little emotional about it now because I really, I really, I really do regret not doing that because, and like I was saying, whatever, whatever discomfort I had pales in comparison to whatever discomfort it, she yeah. was feeling, you know what I mean? It's really scary, especially on like confined things like a train yeah. or a platform. If it's late at night and there's not mm-hmm. a lot of people around, you mm-hmm. know, like you, you would hope everybody just wants to get home safely. That's mm-hmm. all anybody wants to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you see somebody creeping around being a fucking weirdo mm-hmm. and then there's another person that's like, yo, you, you since you solid, I got you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that. Yeah. That, that can, I, that can change that. the whole energy. A thousand, yeah, a I, I I did do that once. Um, um, and I'm not I'm not I'm not sharing this like brownie <laughs> points or anything like that. Sure. It's just, it just it came to mind. There was a time that I saw a couple, and homie was just wilding out. He was like blacking on her, and and it was nighttime, uh-huh. and I was with uh with an ex girlfriend. We were going to like a restaurant or something, 
and I saw it and I walked, I walked up, I walked up. I was like, and I talked, I didn't acknowledge him at all. I didn't say okay. anything to him. I looked directly at her and I said, are you okay? Yes. And yes. Just, I did. And I, I didn't pay that into any mind. I looked right at her like, Hey, are you okay? And she said, yes, I'd like, yes, I'm fine. And I'm, and I'm sure. And he definitely, his, te- his tenor definitely changed, changed. when yeah. once I came up and, because I again, I ignored the shit out of him. I did yeah. so his energy definitely changed once he saw me like kind of come up and 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 let let him and her know that like I see what's going on. We know what's happening right yeah, now. Yeah, I see what's going on, and yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, we just have to get more comfortable doing that. Because like I, I wouldn't know that you're not a fighter. You look like uh, a nigga who could take a couple. You know, I, I'm sure I could take one on the chin, but you know, I'm not. I'm not out here looking for troubles. No, I'm no, saying. no. I'm not which a is fine. Which yeah, is yeah, fine. Yeah, but I also yeah. think that, like, you know, it, it. Like you said, for whatever reason, men respond to other men in a very different way than they do very women. Yeah. And so I think you, your willingness to put your attention to towards the woman. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not here to check you. I'm here to make sure she's okay. Yeah, like, yeah you know yeah. what I'm saying. I think that that's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, because you're full goof troop. I'm not even dealing okay. with you now. Yeah, I'm just trying to make. <laughs> <sure she's good>. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, that's, that's great. With me, I'm actually surprised I haven't stolen more words or phrases from you. But I've definitely been using goof troop a lot. It's so <laughs> good. <laughs> goof is amazing. So, so thank you for goof troop. You're I've, absolutely. absolutely added that to my vernacular <laughs> you're so welcome so i know usually we like to end our episodes giving you like a, a great list on how to move forward and you know work towards being better individuals this one was really hard to find i couldn't come across um any list really on how to stop b- being misogynistic towards black women how I to huh? i did find I said I did actually find something because okay. I, I also um, was curious. I was like, yo, there's got to be something out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, This one, you know, it's not necessarily like a bulleted out list or anything like that. Like it's it's um, but I still thought it was helpful. This was where did I find this? And maybe this is one of the sources you have. No, um, it's called why uh, why you need to know what misogynoir means right now. And this was over on, on Mashable. They had an article by Rebecca Ruiz earlier this year. Okay. Um, and I love that it was from, you know, a Latinx woman, you know, someone who's outside, like, drumming, you know, hitting the drum, like, hey, we need to be paying attention to this. <laughs> yeah. um, but basically what she says at the end of the article, um, this section is called, what can I do to stop misogynoir? Um, oh, actually, you know what? Let me actually go back one more paragraph up. Because I think this is worth sharing too. She has a section called "How do I know when misogynoir is occurring?" Okay. Uh, and like you mentioned last week, we we know we have uh, some white folk who listen, and we appreciate y'all supporting us. Um, um, and so she says, um, "The Bailey has a simple test for spotting misogynoir. If you can't replace the person being targeted with a woman of another race or someone of another gender, you know misogynoir is in play." Wow. So in the case of journalist um, Yamiche Alcinador, do you are you familiar with her? Yes, Yamiche. Mm-hmm. Yes, she's the, the weather woman down in Dallas. Yeah. yeah. Skeptics have pointed to Trump's habit of attacking journalists um, 
of all backgrounds is evident. No, I'm sorry. I mixed that up. That's not the weather lady. This is the no, one who... Has... A, I think she works for CBS. Yeah. She's, yes. uh, I'm, I'm yep. She's the one who be... She be pressing them. She be hitting them with yes. yes. So I'm sorry for the mix-up. But I, I caught it there. So skeptics have pointed to Trump's habit of attacking journalists of all backgrounds as evidence that he's an equal opportunity bully. Hmm. Even if you're not convinced by claims of misogynoir, in this instance or other scenarios, the point is to recognize the role race and gender play instead of avoiding that to minimize or ignore harm done to the person targeted. Mm-hmm. Bailey also says it's possible for anyone, regardless of their race or gender, to perpetuate racism and sexism designed to undermine and shame Black women. Mm. So yes, Bailey says that videos made by Black rappers that feature Black women as strippers and sex workers do traffic in misogynoir. Um, Internalized misogynoir can happen to anyone. Don't assume it's only white people or men creating the damaging images. Mm -hmm. And then now gets to the the conclusion where it's, what can I do to stop misogynoir? Bailey says that media literacy is the key to identifying and stopping misogynoir. And I think I I I would frame that to say, that's outside of our house, meaning like for folks outside of the black community, like I think this is I think she's talking to them, basically, okay. Okay. because, you know, for us, we for the past hour and a half, we've talked about what we need to do in house. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To address it. But, and she's speaking more just on a macro level. Um, that means understanding that media representations, including images, cartoons, television and videos are not neutral or objective. Visual portrayals of Black women in particular are rooted in stereotypes about race and sex. Mm. So part of fixing this is getting people to think more critically about what it is they're consuming. Um, So for portrayals that grant Black... So she offers some examples. She says, for portrayals that grant Black women their full humanity, flaws and all, um, she often looks to queer creators like musician Janelle Monae, performer Juliana Huxtable, and rapper Tierra Whack. Mm-hmm. She also recommends shows like the FX series Pose and the web series 195 Lewis. I haven't heard of 195 Lewis, have you? Okay, mm-hmm. but I'll, I'll probably check it out. Um, and so the final quote is the idea that Black people, Black women specifically, are just one frame, one dimensional, is something that has existed for a while. Mm. I'm, um, I'm seeing more opportunities for Black women to exist in all the ways that they do. So that is a big part of it too. I think is 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 if we're looking for for potential solutions, we do have to really give some thought to the you know, media, music, art, all the things that we consume mm-hmm. and what messages that they might potentially be be sending or saying. Sure. And and kind of look at that through a a, a little bit more of a critical lens because I think uh, you know, kind of like she says in the article, I think if we do that, we'll notice that this happens a lot more than we than we probably right. are even paying right. attention to. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I found. But I'm wondering, just even just even you, anecdotally, like just w- what do you think needs to happen to kind of help move the needle? What would you like to see as a black woman? How would you feel seen? How would you feel validated? How would you feel safe? I think. Um, I think. You you just mentioned something about um, 
if I heard you correctly, like not the the presumption of like, or that white are that black women are like these one dimensional characters that you've seen in movies or music videos and that like there's an assumption that that we are all we're like this monolithic ghetto neck swinging fingers that like that that were some trope that has been perpetuated throughout history mm-hmm. um i think that understanding that we are all individual people with our own stories and our own ways of existing in the world and giving us the opportunity to be those ways that to to be ourselves is like the the probably paramount in what i would want that's okay. that's how i feel like i could be the most seen there have been so many times in my life and maybe it was even me making an assumption that people already thought they knew everything about me as soon as I stepped into a room mm-hmm. and that um is damaging Super. to your person yeah. um and then I like I definitely think growing up I um I assumed that person whoever people thought I was because it was easier for for me to just give them what they already assumed you know like what they were anticipating yeah yeah yeah. to just be the person that they are thinking or you know have you this loud mouth um then you gonna get it yeah and 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 i and i think for me growing up it was like an act of defiance but i was playing myself Mm -hmm. a thousand percent um and i would have really loved just the opportunity for people to see my softer quieter more sensitive side but i knew mm-hmm. that i could i was that was not availed to me because it, it was against me yeah. oh absolutely not or yeah. and or like y'all wouldn't even believe what you mean you don't want to talk you always mm-hmm. talk you know what i'm saying like shit like that and people say that uh flippantly or funny like they think that it's it's a it's a game and it's like no yeah no mm-hmm. um so for 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 a fact that would probably be the first um is just allow people to be themselves whatever yeah. that that may look like yeah. um especially black women um mm-hmm. and then i think for my for my brothers okay I, you beat me too because i was gonna ask too like no, no, no. How, how about for for the brothers what 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 do we no, need to be doing i think okay. i think kind of what we talked about before i think like i i would be remiss if I said that I I don't think that you guys see what's going on here. You're fully aware of how Black women are being treated. And I love that I'm seeing at least the men in my circle, you know, step outside of themselves and, you know, proclaim to want to protect Black women. Um, I see a lot of the brothers in my circle now doing more outreach to see, like, how I'm doing mentally emotionally checking up on me i feel like that what hasn't happened a lot in my life okay um, and, you, and you feel like that you're seeing that change that. Yeah, yeah, okay yeah. well that's good that's good i'm happy that that's for happening sure. yeah. but i think there's more <laughs> oh for sure there's, there's always more to do there's always yeah. more that can be done and i love that you acknowledge that even in at even with with all that you have there's opportunity for you to be more present um when you feel like something is 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 not right 
Um, And so I would just challenge more men to kind of keep your eye open um, to, to the surroundings, to your surroundings. And if you see something that doesn't feel right, like you said, you can only, um, if it doesn't feel right to you, imagine how shorty's feeling. Oh, for sure. Um, And so making your presence known in a safe way that Mm -hmm. she's not alone. I think if every, if every brother just does that, it would, it would be leaps and bounds on like, um, on like the safety that, that women struggle with. Like I'm, I'm, I don't like to talk for all of us, but I know that like, you know, walking home from work the you know, we about to get into the fall, the lights going, you know, we're going to switch. No, I hear that from almost every woman I know talking about that. And it's, it is, it's really like, I'm, and I'm super like, I, you know, I don't try to listen to my music too loud just in case somebody's walking up behind me. Like all of the stuff that you know, that you have to do as a Mm -hmm. woman just to get from point A to point B. And I'm not saying that y'all don't have that same fear. I'm sure that black men have that feeling as well. Oh, but in a very different context and in a different way, yeah. Nobody's gonna, like, you would hope that nobody's gonna take your person. You know what I'm saying? So I just ask ask that. I ask that, you know, you, you, be a little self selfless mm-hmm. in your comfort for the benefit of somebody else and sure. not the not the baddest chick that's on the bus or the train not shorty that's fly that you trying to really bag like don't let it be nothing like that just do it with a level of sincerity and integrity be out of care like yeah. i don't this is not a fishing expedition for your new girlfriend yeah. like, just yeah. just let these women know that i see you i'm here for you if you need me period like, no and i'm actually i'm 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 happy you brought that last part up and um uh because i'm I, i'm actually surprised we didn't hit on that um because that's very much a thing too is that a lot of times men um only hold space for um baddies. is is for yeah it's for women who they're attracted to that's mm-hmm. where you know it's a whole different energy in how they approach them how they talk to them how they talk about them mm-hmm. um than it is with women who they might not be attracted to or they might not be dealing with. Mm-hmm. And that's, and, and I mean, and that's also, that also is a problem that I think we have just as a society. I think, unfortunately, a lot of times we don't really acknowledge things as an issue unless it's by proximity. And I really, I think it all, it, I think it just comes down to empathy. Like yes. you were saying about, about being selfless. It's, this is a, this is a matter of empathy and, or the lack thereof. Because that's what you see when you see this violence against, you know, uh, black women, the uh, against trans women. It's it's a lack of empathy, yeah. you know, because if you were an empathetic person, if you if you had if you were holding space and acknowledging other people's humanity, you wouldn't be doing that. You wouldn't be moving like that. You At know what I mean? So so I think for me, that's a, that's probably a big thing, too. I, I think I think we we have to uh us as men in particular have to uh work on on just being more empathetic because that's something that that men struggle with a lot and mm. and black men in particular you know i'm gonna call i'm gonna call us out on that you one for sure. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah empathy is absolutely something that we just be fucking us up you know but uh, unfortunately not a lot of men build that muscle um so I think I think that's a big part of it too, and just just your emotional IQ, you know, there's there's more there's more to being a man than than 
being tough and and yeah. you know and being all, everything that comes with machismo, you know, machismo and all that. There's there's more to being a man than just that. Mm. You know, being I for me how I've always been how I've always viewed uh what I view as a strong man is is a protector, is someone who who stands for himself, someone who stands for his family, someone who stands for his community. For sure. Um and that's and I mean that starts with our women. Yeah. No, 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 we don't have we we're not talking about any of this uh, without women. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's 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 what I would say. Well, I knew this was gonna be a good one. I feel mm-hmm. like it got a little it got a little sad, but all in all, we have all of the capabilities to For sure. to kind of remove massage noir from our communities. This is this doesn't need to be a thing. No, not so. at all. We're we're fighting we're, we're it's it's we we're fighting enough battles as a black community. This doesn't need to be something that we are you know addressing or like something how we're hurting and harming each other. Exactly. The world is already against us. Like this is not <laughs> this is not something we need to be doing to each other at, at all. all. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Work Bay with Nana and Obi. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Work Bay Pod. Uh, we're also on Twitter at Work Bay Pod. And if you have any stories about how massage noir has impacted your life, or like Obi, you're realizing that there's more that you can do, and you've started that journey of of ways of stepping up and protecting Black women, we'd love to hear that too. So feel free to send us an email at workbaypod at gmail.com. Obi, anything you want to leave with the people? Uh, No, that was it. That was it. I feel like I, I, you know, I kind of shared the thoughts I had. Um, But no, just as always, we appreciate y'all rocking with us. Uh, 40, 41. No, is this 42? Yeah, this is 42. 42. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, season three is almost wrapping up. But, no, we appreciate you guys tuning in as you do every week. Um, the one thing maybe I'd ask y'all to do is, like, if you... if Because I, I, sometimes you guys will reach out let me know, like, oh, hey, I really like this episode. I love the conversation y'all had. Whenever that happens, I appreciate y'all letting me know. But put your friends on, too. Share yes. the episode. So there's like an episode that really, yeah, that felt relevant that you feel like, you know, one of your other friends could, could really benefit from listening. Please put us on, put us on. We still trying to grow this whole work bay thing. Yes, Um, we are. We we are. We got to do that one work bay at a time. Um, That's correct. Thank you guys. Definitely tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, Feel free to add those reviews onto, I think, Apple or anywhere Mm -hmm. that you can review us. Let let us know how you're feeling about the pod. Um, And and take care of yourselves. Remember to wash your hands, wear your mask. (laughs) I was waiting for it. love on each other. (laughs) We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. All right. Take care, guys. Have a good week. Bye. Yeah.